Three beers later. Okay, episode 127 of the famous Three Beers Later podcast. We're both here. And Sean Callahan's here. Took me 127 shows to get the invite. Well, you, you, we called for, I called to get you on the, the midday show. And you were like, hey. The this, midday show? At the day job? You booked the midday show? I did not. No, I, I called him to oh. get him on the air. Oh, okay. Because I was the I thought one you were person for it. No. <laughs> No, um, and you're like, what's this? What's this podcast? Three, three. B- what do you guys do? Just hang out? And we're like, yeah. You want to come on? Sure. Got me out of the house. Locked it in immediately. <laughs> really had to beg, huh? I had to get the bath done with my two little girls and cook dinner and got the heck out of Dodge. So you would consider yourself a huge Three Beers Later fan? I, I caught your Tim Miles one. That was really, really good. It's very popular. Was that your uh, most downloaded show? Yes, or? for sure. Yes. I was going to say, that was pretty exclusive content. Yeah, that's pretty good. A couple people were asking me about it the the day or in the days afterwards. I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." He just came in and drank some beers with us. Did he roll with his own Coors Light? He <laughs> he did not. Uh, I, I I told Mark that day. I was like, "Mark, we need to get him some Coors Light." He's like, "I said, no, nah, Tim will drink whatever we give him. I'm sure." It, I was wrong. He would not drink whatever we gave him. No, I'm well, a Coors he, he Light drank, guy. We had Bud Light we, here. We he had drank Bud, Bud Light, Light in yeah. the fridge, but he wasn't going to drink what we were drinking. He was not going to drink whatever we were drinking. Correct. Correct. I made a tweet just out of the blue about it, drinking a Coors Light, mm-hmm. and they sent me two cases of beer and a bunch of shirts. Really? Like some marketing lady just said, ever, I mean, I've always been a Coors Light guy, but Dude. ever since that, that was like, okay, I am a Coors Light So now you're a full-on Coors Light <laughs> I got guy. socks. They sent me like these like Coors Light Dude. socks, shirts. I want some Coors Light socks. So yeah, it was a pretty a random surprise that the beer delivered to your house. I think I'd probably just need to start doing that for random companies. It'd be like, yeah, I really like, uh, I don't know, I guess not lo- maybe not local ones, ones that have, like, awesome advertising budgets. Well, I mean, you've got, you got like, Schaefer, who got some Qdoba stuff, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Aaron yeah. Thornton with Chipotle. That's like, true, like, yeah. It works for Man, I probably need to have more followers. Yeah, you need, you need Sean Callahan-level followers <laughs> is what you need. Yeah, Blue checkmark helps, too. Yeah, that that was random. I mean, those are how do you get that? There was like a window where you could just apply, and I remember Robin and I both got it, and like somehow Nate Klaus couldn't get really? in the check. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't have one, and and he was pretty flustered by it. <laughs> Our old intern David Eichold, who's now Iowa 24 seven, like I mean he he like wanted a blue check mark more than <laughs> life itself. Does like, he get one now? I don't. He might have one because <laughs> organizations can get them for you. Oh really? Um, but no, no. I'm pretty sure Nate doesn't either. Um, but they they just randomly were like, "Yep, you got it." And it was a while back. I mean, well, yeah, they. I, I remember it was a big deal because Nate. they had basically an application form you would fill out saying, "No, I'm I'm a big deal. Check me out." And you had to put like three different websites where you might be listed or, or credited. Um, I say this with knowledge because I also applied but did not Ooh. receive. It was, I think, right in the infancy of Three Beers Later where I had two things I could list. <laughs> like, look, I'm a podcast. This podcast well, then, has like, two episodes. The and... new Channel 8 or 1011 guy would get one with like 100 followers. That's sure, right. Because yeah. <laughs> they were like um, tied to some affiliation organization that could get it done for him. You're like, wait a minute. This guy yeah. just moved to Lincoln <laughs> with 50 Twitter followers and he gets verified. All about that blue check mark. Did you see you can transfer your check mark now? Ooh. You can give your check mark to somebody else. What does that mean? Why would you do that? I don't know why. I, I assume it's if, if you get a new account, 
you can transfer your verified account to your new account. Okay, okay. But it do, it's not limited to that. You can transfer your blue check mark to Connor. That's if, super if, weird. If the price were right, I suppose. <laughs> I said you said price some like people here. that would pay for a ton of that. I have no oh, doubt. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Eichel, if you're listening, the price is right. I wonder if, I think Reynoldson, I bet he got one when he was at Channel 8. Now Matt, Matt's in Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Um, covering yeah, yeah. the Packers. Did he get one? Jeez. Doesn't look no, like it. Not yet. Oh, he might have had one when he was here. I thought, I think do, I do. Do they revoke it. your check mark? Our subscribers used to call Matt and David, um, um, Mark Reynolds and David Elkhorn. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually just talking about the, uh, today, uh, the message board stuff. I think it's hilarious. Like all, all the stuff on there, like I just, I just watch what happens. Over the last 24 hours, people were freaking out because they saw that J.D. Spielman had an Oregon State helmet and they were really, really worried about that. <laughs> I was just like, this is great. Connor, why does he have an Oregon State helmet? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. does anybody really think J.D. Spielman's just going to, like, come back and start? I mean, I, 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 I mean, let's be real. Like, yeah, it'd be nice, but I, I just don't even think it's realistic that he's going to be playing football at Nebraska. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I just don't see how it's going to happen. I did appreciate I was looking at the message board thread there, and I did appreciate you and Nate and uh, Munson being like, guys, he's not coming back. No. He's I don't think he's coming back. Well, then we had the, hop, the Hopcat it. fiasco. Oh, yes, like, the Hopcat fiasco. Just some random guy. The great Hopcat fiasco of 2020. That's what this year will be remembered for, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And then you had to have some, the owner call or the manager call 1011 to tell him, <laughs> we are not closed, and Bill Shammert made an announcement, Hopcat is not closing. Which I still, that's all it takes, right? It's just the one guy saying Hopcat's going to be closed guy, forever. That guy, and then I saw somebody else I know verify that guy's information like no i called an employee too and he verified they're closing so i i still don't know what to believe there you think it was a you think it was like organized i just don't organized crime i just don't know what to believe i don't i don't believe that the the manager is is 100 well, telling the, the thing truth, about it was it, it was believable sure. like you know sure stuff is closing stuff's closing hopcat probably i mean it's popular but I don't think the, they've been doing takeout or anything like that. The location is not, you know, the best. You don't go to the rail yard to get takeout or right, the hay right, market. And right. I'll tell you, Olsen Associates, who Nate's wife works for, and then you got Huddle. The Olsen's office is closed down in September. Like, the people are all working from home. Huddle is, Until September? Yeah, September Jeez, 1. Wow. Uh, uh, um, or uh, Huddle is kind of the same way. I mean, yep. there's a lot of people working remotely. So that's so all those people. In you there. take away no like business. over a thousand people yeah. that would eat lunch yeah. there, and then you take away all events in the arena. Shoot, man, it's it's dry. There's nothing left. I actually haven't been down there since basketball season at, at all. I've ne- I haven't stepped foot in the area. It's, not it's like kind of sa- our office is across the street, and it's you know it's kind of sad when you pee out the window. I mean, it's just dead. Like I went to Burger Fi like probably the last day they were open, mm-hmm. and then like they closed for good and. Uh, Gate twenty five still doing really well. I mean, Burger Five's close for good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah we, we knew about that. We knew about that. Yeah, it's just Longwells and Gate twenty five and and Bourbon Street down there. And I mean, it's it's pretty nuts. I mean, that little area. And if you don't have full events this year, it's going to be yeah tough, really bad. I am really curious what downtown's going to look like on a game day because some amount of people, I assume, will be allowed into the stadium. Will other people still go down and tailgate? Will there still be full crowds? Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. E- even if we're, they're only letting fifty percent capacity. I don't, into I don't know what's full, but there's going to be people. I, yes, I do. I think that. I think if the cases continue to drop off mm-hmm. and it gets to like a hot part of the summer where there's like next to no cases, I mean, you're going to see there's already a revolt 
I think, of people that are oh, kind of like sure. moving forward. And <laughs> imagine on a 95-degree day when there were like two confirmed cases in like a 10-day period. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people eager to wear their mat. I mean, it's it's going to be yeah. interesting when we get to that point. And then football, the whole situation with ticket holders and, you know, making that decision. Um, you know, it's easy for Iowa State to come out and say, right. you know, we're going to limit it to 30,000. Oh, by the way, have we have 22,000. So let's try to get 30,000. It's like now let's have the race to get to 30,000 season ticket holders. How many season yeah, ticket holders does Nebraska push? have? So we're working on that now. And I was just talking to Steve Rosen, our great sports business writer, about that. Yeah. And, you know, you've got other ticket factors in there. There's about 12,000 student tickets. How many, then you got right. the, the player pass family list. There's about 3,000 opponent tickets. So that's 15,000. Let's say that player pass list family list is like 1,000 at least. So that's 16,000 right there. That already accounted for before then, the season tickets. How many faculty tickets are there? You know, worker. A lot. So we, th- I mean, if, if I had to put a guess, there's probably sixty to 65,000 like actual season ticket General holders public. that are not university allotment tickets for students or visiting teams or faculty staff. So it will be interesting if it's 60, 65,000 because there, there aren't 90,000 people in the stadium. Um, I mean, no. the highest scan number was Oregon Mike Riley year in recent years. It's like, and it was 80, 81,000 yeah. or about 80,000 and change. Um, it's been as low as like 59 or something like that. Right. Yeah. Low, I mean, low. uh, yeah, there, I mean, there's been like 20,000 no shows, yeah. um, for games. So, and people just kind of spread out a little bit. So you don't, you honestly, I mean, you're in there too tight as it is. Yep. Um, as Jim Rose joke, that stadium was built when people were eating bugs. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the 18 inch seat or 16 inch seat, whatever it is, is not big enough. I haven't sat in one of those seats since I was a senior in high school. So I, it's been a while. Yeah. I, I, uh, what's the last game I went to as a fan, but I do, I do remember it being, I mean, it's, oh, I was, I was on a curve one time, which, so they're all, you know, trapezoidal shaped, right? Right. Like you got less room at the front than in the back. And (laughs) we left after five minutes of the game. Like we just don't fit here. Yeah. This this is not happening. You're falling off the edge. Like you got to get there early. If you're on the edge, you got to claim your spot. Right. And we we were there late because we had tailgate beforehand for the station. So we we were trying to make room where there wasn't room. Yeah. It just wasn't happening. I mean, really in a perfect world, they could just blow up South stadium now and have all year to get it ready with reduced capacity. Mm -hmm. Um, because that project has to get done someday. Yeah. I mean, that is the only side of the stadium that has not been renovated. North is new, and that obviously is not really adequate for you know people getting in and out. Right. East and west have had their upgrades. The south is where the least amount of boosters sit. There's the least amount of donation money tied to those seats. So um, you know, I'm from South Omaha. My dad would always say when we go to the games, this is where the people from South Omaha sit. We sit in the South. <laughs> yeah. you know, I like, always sat in the South when I got to go I mean, as a kid, too. Like, yep. you never knew what East and West Stadium was. Like, I mean, you, you had to have either really, really old people that had these tickets or really, really rich people. And when we were going to games, we were like row 88. That's true. You could start, you could tell, like, you know, I I, I was friends with some kids from Miller North, like, and they, their parents had some tickets in the North Stadium. I'm like, oh, it's different over here. You could, you could like, you could tell at an early age. The really? South has that like awful like ramp that you go up on the underneath. Oh, you got to go. Well, then then the the spirally whatever the hell they got going up up there. You got to go up 17 different circles. Oh, for a lot of people, that's there. the most exercise they probably do in the week oh, yeah, is getting to their seat on a Saturday. Impossible. 
The South Stadium is ridiculous. <laughs> I've, sold, I've sold seat backs on uh, uh, West Stadium, right on the southwest corner, and I'll have people come in and say, hey, where's section whatever the first one in, in South Stadium is? I said, well, it's, it's right there. You can't get there. There is there is no way for you to get. But to it's South, right there. There is no way to get to South Stadium from here. I'm sorry, you have to leave the building. There's one way in, one <laughs> way out. <laughs> and that's the other thing with the, you know, like how they're going to get out, how they're going to get in, and all that stuff. They get a lot. Of stuff well, and think about like Nebraska. They how many? You guys go to a lot of games for a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. How many stadiums in the country allow you to leave and come back in? Yeah. Uh, and Bill Moose even has acknowledged this. He goes, you got people going to their car, <laughs> hammering beers at halftime, and Which then is true. And rushing back in. He goes, that's not safe. I mean, I think there is a theory that it would probably be safer just to have beer sales in the stadium because you really can't get up anyway to get them that much. I mean, it, versus people going to the parking lot and slamming about four beers in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, and, and then you're right. They all, you rush back in, and there's like no... There's no security or like extra people. They're they're, they're checking There's your ticket. Hey, oh. It's like, yeah, I, I remember you. And like, no, you don't. There's five thousand people who went out this gate. Yeah, you go. Yeah, exactly. but no other stadium you'll go to will allow you to do that. I no, it's not a thing anymore. But the reason they do that, I believe, is Champions Club. Like all those people yep. that have Champions Club spots, you tell them they can't go out to that little bar at halftime and have a beer or two. What's the point of a Champions Club membership? Yep. Well, it's not, I guess. You know, maybe that's why they want to have beer inside up in the suites. And I think that's where you start. I mean, you go suites. Well, first of all, they people don't know this or realize this, but when the suites came out in 1999, they had alcohol allowed in suites. So on Fridays, every suite had to have the booze in there, I think by 3 or 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon. And, and that was policy. That wasn't even like unwritten, wink, wink sort of. Yeah, so you saw every corporation have whoever their guy was to deliver the booze, and they would have access to go up and bring it to the suite, keep it in the fridge, and you were good. Mm -hmm. That went on through Bill Callahan's final season. Then Tom Osborne took over that year, and then in 08, that was was shut out. I mean, (laughs) so they— they are, you know, they, they, people forget that there were eight years of that stadium where you were allowed to bring booze into the suites. That reminds me of being a kid at our Catholic church down in Cheney, and we got a new priest, new old, old priest, Monsignor Dawson. And his first Classic. weekend there, great guy, but his first weekend there, the old priest had just celebrated his 40th birthday and had a party at the church for the parishioners, left a six pack of beer in the fridge. Back in the rectory. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first homily about Monsignor Dawson does, he goes up there and says, there is a six-pack of frid- a beer in the fridge. I don't want it there tomorrow. <laughs> Somebody take that beer, leave with that beer, and do not bring beer back and Did you go rest. get it? <laughs> <laughs> Ten-year-old me, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, but he was so serious about it. It's it yeah. like you know, Tom Osborne, like, we're not doing this anymore. All right. Things yeah. are things are changing. Now. Lincoln Diocese is a little str- I mean, I grew up in Very Omaha strange. and now I, I live in the Lincoln Diocese and it's I mean, it's a different deal, you know. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> you got the Saint Stan's Festival in Omaha where they go through like a hundred oh, kegs. Man. Yeah. I've always heard about Saint Patrick's or uh Saint Stan's. Uh, well, just uh the, the fish fries. The fish fry the yeah. fish fries at, at, at all Huge of the deal. places. Yeah. There's nothing like that in Lincoln. I've only no, found a one deal. that has beer. I think there's two that have beer in Lincoln. Really? Cathedral, but it's four bucks a can. Oh, and, wow. 
you know, it's a pretty tamed. You oh, know, I'm sure. Like if you go past the two limit, you're kind of like the only guy doing that there. <laughs> um, it's a great fish fry though. We go there at least once a year, and then North American Martyrs, I've heard has it, but mm. we haven't been over there because it's kind of far. Yeah. yeah, in 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 Omaha, it's just like a freaking rage. Oh. Well, I mean, I hear about people with pitchers going through the line, filling you up while you're waiting for the fish, and it just they cracked down flowing. a little bit. The liquor commission did came, they like the old school days of like holy name. I mean, it was crazy. Um, holy you, name's always the big one. You have to bring a change of clothes though when you left because you'd smell like fish <laughs> when you got in your car and beer and beer, <laughs> and you'd wait in line three hours, and you might have several beers before you even yeah, get get yeah. to the fish. <laughs> The good old days, I guess. How do they have room for that? I, I can't even imagine a, a church in Lincoln having room for a three-hour line. In well, then the damage it does to your building, like the the sure. ones that really do it right, they cook outside because okay. I mean that smell. Uh, you can't get that out. I mean, no, like don't. If you get married, don't ever make fish in your house. Like your <laughs> your wife will probably never forgive you. One time, Lanny made bacon here. And we don't have any windows, no, yeah, much to my to open. much to my chagrin. Lanny made bacon on this like friggin' grill, and it just you know it was good bacon. I enjoyed the breakfast that Lanny made for everybody, but it smelled like bacon forever. Oh, like remember those George Foreman grills? Yeah, it was basically like that. It was the it was, it was the flat top. Yeah, yeah. Flat those top George skillet. Foreman grills. People used to have them in the dorms when I was in college. Oh, and, I mean, it would stink up all of Abel. You know, Terrible. You're making hamburgers in your dorm room. <laughs> Those dorm rooms weren't meant for fine. George Foreman grills. <laughs> yeah, I lived in uh, Harper. I lived in Harper. There wasn't any crazy stuff going on on my floor. Just a weird, just a weird dorm community. It wasn't like this crazy, you know, like you know, big situation up in up in the dorm room. But yeah, it's a big Harper guy, I guess. See, I lived in the Greek row, but we I'd go over to the dorms a lot and visit a lot of people there. So it was lived on campus four years and would not change it for a thing. I, it's good. It's not that bad. Lived in, I mean, yeah, walked to the bars, walked to the union, got to class a lot better than I would have if I lived off campus. Mark's looking at us confused. No, no, it's not that. I just I was thinking I was such a goody two shoes when I lived in the dorms that I'd wake up in the morning and then everyone would tell me about playing strip poker or whatever next door and i really slept, slept through the whole thing dang yeah i had no idea well, i'm sad that i didn't even like there was no experiences like that in on my dorm floor like at all or, or maybe i was just like not cool enough where well, they didn't what, tell me what say, was what's happening better to not have it or to not like, we would have get the, to be part we would of have it. the door open and like you know maybe some people would run or maybe there would be some like screaming going on down the hall or something but there wasn't like there wasn't any strip poker going on that i was aware of no i don't think so Maybe I just wasn't aware of it then. Strip poker on Greek row? <laughs> I mean, it was strip whatever. <laughs> you couldn't drink on campus. It's been that way for many right. years. I mean, you heard stories, though, like five, ten years before I got in school. Like SAE used to do like a Hawaiian party, and they would put like tarp down on the entire basement and put cover the whole basement in sand. Really? <laughs> and and have like a beach party in the basement. Um Serving Gatorades, I'm sure. So, yeah, you'd have to, like, have your parties off campus, like, rent places. Yeah, they and- couldn't have they, – they were really strict about that. I knew I knew a bunch of guys in, in this one particular frat, and they were – I mean, they all, had all their parties off campus. That They drank in the houses, but it wasn't, like, a party situation. No, it had to be low-key. Yeah. Um, the Like, we would always have one the first week of school called Heaven and Hell, and it was, like, right when sorority bid day got over, and – 
it, we kind of towed the line. I mean, there'd be 15 kegs of beer at, right. at a party and every freshman girl that went through Rush. It was good Ridiculous. times. <laughs> it's good stuff. Anyway, beer one. Is it done? Well, I'm kind of milking this sucker. Yeah. Well, you've been talking. What did you guys though? get me on here? You've been talking the whole time. Yeah, okay. So, Palo. Oh, it's 3.7. Wow, this is a good Yeah, beer. this is a crusher. Palo Santo round and round. So, that that's just round and round, right? No, it's the Palo Santo What's round the, and what round. What makes it Palo Santo? Well, if you continue to read, it says it's a mild ale aged on Palo Santo wood. Cosmic, where do you buy, where'd you buy this at? At Cosmic Eye at the brewery earlier today. Yeah, I was going to say, this can is pretty... Uh, Pretty original. Low key, yeah. It's a it's a quarantine special for sure. This this canning job, uh, no, it's which their, is good. It's their English mild, but aged on Palo Santo, so you're supposed to get uh, some vanilla, cinnamon, spiced <sighs> notes coming through in it mm. more than you would in the regular coffee toffee sort of English mild. Some some extra stuff. It's a really good beer, and to be this dark at three seven, I mean, it's surprising. You would think this is like a six. Yeah, yeah, mild. I. For the longest time, stayed away from three sevens and things like that from Cosmic Eye. Like, oh, it's just not going to have flavor. Right. It's it, not even about well, it, wanting to get drunk or anything like that. Off it's of it. tough it's to do. Not, tough to get flavor out of a three seven. Yeah. A lot of flavor in that. There is. I agree. So that'll be a that'll be a good fa- bang for its buck, probably. Should we rate it now? Sure. Where's this Cosmic Eye Brewery at? Do it's you, right over here on um, what? It, it's East Park. Yeah, I guess we're not that close to it. 60, 66 and sixty six and oh, I'll have to check that out. It's um, it's good in the old Laser Quest. In the old Laser okay. Quest. Yeah. Okay, by the movie theater in the mall. Yeah, back behind all that. Was that just a year ago that they opened, or less than, or is it, or is know. it? I no, like, I feel like two years. No, it's more. It's more. I think two years now. Yes, it's more. But I do remember the the build up to it. It's good. And they're they're pumping out good stuff. Have you and guys, a lot of it. Have you guys been to the new Kincader game room place yet? No, I drove by. I didn't realize they were open until I just drove by over the yeah, weekend. Yeah, where's they, that? Well, they opened the old um, uh, Green Flash. Oh. It's a restaurant game room bar. Oh, I, now, I don't know how know they that. can do. You know, pool and darts and things are kind of off limits right now with the right right. So I, I don't know how that all works. I don't even think you can play. Can you play? I don't think you can play Golden Tea in a bar. Probably is my guess. I right? Probably it. not. Yeah. I doubt it. They they split. That, They're doing they, food though. They split that space into yep. two two sides. So there's that side, and then I think there's more of like a reception hall party sort of side okay. or something like that. But yeah, that, I mean I'll, that's I'll, that's a great place for for a bar. I mean, a, a, or a craft beer place. Well, like, and activities there to kind of keep you. Uh, you don't yeah. just want to go and just drink. You want to have like something to look at or do. We liked it when it was uh, the the German place. What, what was yeah. It? What was that place called? <laughs> Uh, plowshare, plowshare. Yeah, that's it. With O U G H. Yeah, it's nobody ever German. went there, but we enjoyed it's it. It's amazing though. The bar next door. I mean, there is nothing to that place, but it is like the busiest bar at last. I, I have never been in there, but it's always. Oh yeah, flat. I mean, don't it, go to the bar. The bar. The, the, the only thing I know about is Kenny Bell liked it. That is the <laughs> only thing I know about. The well, bar, I mean, the bar. that was the last call bar when I was in school. Really, yeah, it still is. I mean, yeah. it's. And you know that they they just we I mean, pack that deck and I mean that's always been a football player type bar Greek bar sure. yeah yep. makes sense you go there after proximity. the games you'll find a a large amount of people and in a small space a lot of them are football players as well yeah no that place is but that's rough that's the sort of thing I'm talking about for game day you know like a small bar like that if you're if you're telling me. Everybody has to be seated at a table, and we can only operate at 50% capacity, and everybody's got to be six feet apart. How does a place like that operate on game day? 
I don't think we'll be at that. I mean, I'm just going to guess that hopefully we're not at that point. I mean, I think we're going to be past that phase. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my vision of it too. But who knows? I mean, we don't know what this thing's going to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would be surprised if, if, you know, we'll be that. And, and hopefully like these outdoor spaces, like Barry's rooftop, you know, places like that, or yeah. I think would be set up to handle some stuff. Yeah. I wonder like a month from now, I mean, we've done this like every month, but like a, a month from now, it looks different. I, a month ago, it looked different. For sure. That's for sure. I felt last week. A lot has happened it turned this a corner. Mm-hmm. When they came out and said that June 1 football workouts, that was like a huge thing to say, all right, we're starting right. the process. Like, I haven't been to a restaurant. I, I haven't sat down in a restaurant in a place. I've just done takeout. Um, but just like going to the store, I went to Kohl's on Sunday mm-hmm. or Monday. And like you know, there's a normal amount of people in there doing really? doing normal like and and then the thing that you really noticed first was the amount of cars that were just on the road, cars that were on the streets. Yeah, that w- I mean that's back to completely normal now. Oh yeah, completely normal. I mean, at first you could really really tell there was nobody. It got to work so fast. Yeah, and and now it's just it's just totally normal again. I think. Seems like it. Yeah. A lot of people at Target, Target. Just walking around at Target, you know, like sh- just shopping like normal people. Are they? That's that's yeah. one thing. Like, I think I, so. I haven't done that yet. I haven't gone to a restaurant and I haven't just like shop casually fun. shop anywhere. Shop for the thrill. I was in Shields Monday. Uh-huh. I mean, it was packed. Really? Like wall to wall packed. Oh yeah. And probably twenty. I was wearing a mask. Twenty um, percent of the people in there were probably wearing masks. So, I mean, twenty percent. It was. It was. Yeah. What kind of mask do you have? I've got like. You got like a really cool mask. No, I, I mean, I. I I haven't caved in and got like a Dodgers mask yet. See, yeah, uh, that that Nate Klaus got a White Sox one. I'm considering, <laughs> I, like, I, I won't have to have a mask. I, I don't, I don't know, but like, I have, I have one right now. But it's just one of the, the N95 ones. Oh, okay. Um, Does this look so <laughs> like those cones? Uh, yeah, it's like a, it's like a beak on on your mouth. <laughs> but you know, like, if I ever, maybe tonight, if I'm. If I, after three beers, like, I'm maybe, like, order an internet mask. <laughs> if anybody knows of any promo codes that they can shoot our way for yeah. masks. Yeah. I'd really appreciate Did you see that, that MSNBC stand-up? The reporter was on, like, a boardwalk of a beach, and people weren't wearing masks, and he asked the guy, he goes, why aren't you wearing a mask, sir? And he goes, why isn't your camera crew wearing a mask? Oh, no. <laughs> the entire camera crew didn't have oh, masks. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. Fair uh, question. All right. Yeah. Back to you. <laughs> Did you see Topless Jeep Weekend? That's when uh, they all go to this beach with their Jeeps that don't have tops on them. But I didn't understand that it was not topless people, that it was topless Jeeps. And, and they were really disappointed. What state was this in? Uh, it's prob- Texas. It's Galveston. Galveston, yeah. The real party this weekend was at Surfside Club in Omaha. I, I read that story today. And the police said, you know, you have to, ha- you have to serve food um, to all these people. Um, and they gave them all like fritters. And he fritters. goes, well, I'll just buy everybody corn fritters. <laughs> Because you're an Omaha guy. Have you been to Surfside Club? Of course. Yeah. They serve three things there, Mark. They, they serve catfish, okay. fried chicken, and corn fritters. And that's it. And french fries. And I, I do think they added baked chicken on there for the health now, people. They it closed for the flood. I don't, I don't think that I've been there since. It's been like upwards of five years for me. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. Like the people we had College World Series seats by, like they're this – that they would come in and watch it every year, and, and her dad was the owner. So, like, the same family oh. owned it, and I, I don't know if it's new ownership, but they used to never want it to be, like, a place where boats pull up to. Right. 
because they didn't want it to be like a party cove. Well, then now they have bo- boats pull up there because <laughs> a lot of those places. Well, closed. it used to be you you on the people on the boats they moon they moon surfside. Surf well, because yeah, you couldn't. I mean, what you'd want to do is pull up and go up there and have a beer and leave. Now you can do that there. And gotcha. what, what was that place that used to be on the river that everyone would go to? And they had the drinks called the water watermelons. Um, there used Where to be at? like a, a bar on the Missouri River that boats like right could, there up up north. Yeah, that boats could pull up onto, mm-hmm. and and it flooded that. out. Um, I forget what the name of it was, but they had bands there, and it was like a huge party place. So there mm-hmm. really wasn't like a party place you could go unless you went all the way up to like Decatur. Um, or right. I think Blair had some spots you could pull off, but yeah, Surfside Club. That was they said over three hundred people partying it up on the. I read that story today. That was that was, and they they had a band. They had they had a live band, and they were advertising it, but they were saying that they were having band practice, yeah, yeah. Or, or something <laughs> was, like there that. There was like a Facebook event or something like that. Yeah, band practice. Yeah, pretty much. Gotcha, gotcha. It was uh, it was pretty well done. Surfside. Corn well, fritters. Yeah, until until it got stopped. Yeah. Beer one? Yeah. One. Play that sound. Palo Santo round and round. 3.7. That's your rating? No. 3.7 ABV from Cosmic Eye. I, like you said, I think there's some bang for your buck here. I have a tough time... You know, like it's still a mild ale, sure, sure. Um, so I have a tough time like rating it off the charts. But I mean, pretty dang good. Would would definitely drink again. Would definitely drink if given would to me. Would drink because it was aged on wood. Very nice. Thank you. Seven point seven. That's a good beer. It's a good beer. Oh, okay. Oh, let me give you the spiel. Okay, so we have scales that have gotten a little out of whack for some <laughs> reason. A- average is seven point five. Um, when we go, you know. Above seven point five is a good. There's no, a break a point there. Uh, you could do whatever scale you want. You could do thumbs up, thumbs down. You could do yes, no. You could do however many rubber ducks. Um, you could do. Whatever. I will buy it. I, a B C D. I'm, oh, it's a the, buy sell. In the next ten to fourteen days, I'll venture over there and buy a six pack. That's that. That's what I thought. So is it is your scale then buy buy sell or like buy not buy? Yeah, I'll say buy, not buy. Okay, this I'll, is new. You can't sell it. This is That's new. We're breaking ground here. Buy, not buy. Got to have a special license It's a, It's that. binary. Simple. Yes, no. Buy or not buy. And I'm one, like, with microbrews. Like, I don't want to overbuy and, like, have, like, 36 of the same in my fridge. Like, yeah. you, you yeah. want to mix it up because there's so many good ones. And, I mean, there's so many. Fl- Every time you go to, like, Hy-Vee or the Still and you're like, God, I want to try all these. And- oh, yeah. Yeah, and you could. You could buy a different beer every single time you go. Oh, yeah, and it's it's just crazy. I mean, you think about 15, 20 years ago, like, Sam Adams was like the microbrew in the, right. in the right. store. Yeah. <laughs> they might carry Empyrean, maybe. Empyrean was like, I mean, you think about how far ahead of the game they were. No no kidding. But then, like, it's still kind of the same as it, as it was. Like, they're doing some different stuff, but, you know. It, they caught up, but they were they were behind. The, they got passed. Yeah. They, got, they got passed by the... Other craft breweries. Mark? I thought it was good, and I thought it was better than their base round and round, for sure. Like, there are some times where you, you give me something. I couldn't tell that much of a okay, difference, to be honest and, with you. See, that's what I was going to say. A lot of times, like, okay, whatever. You just, I'm, I'm paying more for this. One, I don't think I paid any more for it to be aged on Palo Santo wood. So that's that, good. That's a good thing. And I think I could tell a little bit of funkiness from the wood, a little bit. I think it tamed down those coffee, chocolate, toffee sorts of notes. Coffee, toffee. 
um, and brought out some of the vanilla cinnamon sorts of things. Mild, understated, for sure. Like it's not it's like not, I said, not punching you in the face. Yeah, but it was there, and and like I said earlier, a lot of flavor in something that doesn't have a lot of alcohol. So that's good. Uh, a dark beer you could drink in the summer months. That's good. Having said all of that, it is still a mild ale, and it's not going to blow me away. I fr- I didn't hear what you rated it. I didn't. I'm not going to tell you because we're going to say the same thing. Seven six. Damn seven seven. <laughs> all right, beer number. Wow, you get more. Will you buy it again? Yeah, yeah, I would. It's above seven point five. Seven five. Obviously, seven five is that break point of would would not buy. Two. Teddy time. Teddy time. From White Elm. So it is a wheat lager made with American wild hops. Wow, this one's really low alcohol, it is 4.0 too. 4.0 alcohol. We're not getting drunk tonight. What are we doing? Good for us. So who are the the ones that are made in Lincoln? Are White Elm? Yes. Imperial Ales? Yes. Zipline? Yes. But they have a, well, they don't brew in Omaha, no, do they? they, they they're brew, they're West Oak. brew here. Yep. Yeah. And then is it the one we just had is brewed in Lincoln. Cosmic Eye. So that's four, right? Yeah, there are, there's Boiler. And do they sell Boiler in the store? No, just no. at the brewery. Yeah, like uh, Hero 88 brews some stuff, but they only sell Oh. Yeah, that's the- Yes, uh, I didn't know that. Their Hawaiian Porter is awesome. I haven't had theirs I in a long time. I love Hero 88. It's, uh, that's the, it was 5168. Oh! They rebranded it. I forget what it's called now. Really? Something different, but that's Hero 88 slash local. No kidding. Yeah. Yes, that Hawaiian Porter is very good. Yeah. Jake was just talking up their Princess Pucker Up Sour. That sounds like Jake. For sure. <laughs> you really liked it. No, that makes sense. Um, what else is here in town? Code. Golf, golf time. You had Blue Blood at one time. Blue Blood. That's but true. What's, what's it called? Golf time? Golf time. Backswing. 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 <laughs> they kind of cooled off. Like Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't at, know if they ever were hot. Like fire at the pool, Firethorn had like. Like taps, and we were just there this weekend, and the backswing tap was gone. They didn't have oh, it there no. anymore. Aww. They had a new. You can't even get the golf courses, huh? Like the they had three taps at the pool. It was like Coors Light, and backswing got one of them. I don't know how they like missed out on it though. Like well, they, th- the rest of it seems to be a com- such a community, and then they're just like not. They part had of a it. completely different strategy for for when they started and when they started distributing. They had an exclusive deal with um, uh, Brewskies. So Brewski's was the only place you could get backswing when they started. And for the first year or two or whatever it was, that was the only place to get them. So it was hard for them to get any sort of traction. Or, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But so they're still having to churn all this stuff out, but you can't really advertise. You can't tell people like the only thing you could do was put a sign up at Brewski's. Well, and who goes to Brewski's for a microbrew? Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. If you're going there to watch a sell, game. Tough sell. Yeah. I don't think that I've ever gotten anything else but a, but a bush light at Brewski's. That's pretty much it. I have because usually their microbrews are pretty cheap. Thanks, oh, Brewski's. There, there you go. That that is really nice though when you when you go into a place like that and they're selling like Tank Seven for five dollars. I saw. You're like, oh sweet, I'm gonna have like thirty because they have to they have to get it out of the keg probably because it's been right, there so right. long. So it's got like you know it's it's eight percent alcohol. Is like there's no other beer that could offer me that. This isn't a place like that, but Capital Cigar Lounge down at like 16th and Old Cheney. Okay. They put out a Facebook post today saying, bring a growler up to 64 ounces and we'll fill it for five bucks. And they, they were, it looked like all their winter beers that they're just trying to get rid of. But that included like Ziplines barley wine. 
Which oh, that's heavy duty. Yeah, heavy that's big duty time. beer. That's like thirteen percent. I was thinking if I went to the brewery and got that, I'd get four ounces for five bucks. You know, a, a pour like that. You would. You're telling me sixteen times that for the same price, and it ages well, and it ages well. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'm not getting sixty four ounces of a barley wine. I'm just not doing that. Why? But it's a hell of a deal. Why not? Because once you open that growler, you got to drink it. Yeah, but you don't. You can waste it, and it would still oh, only cost okay. five dollars. Right. I suppose if you look at it like that, <laughs> do you drink it or somebody else? Does? You, that, that's not like if I buy a pizza, I am eating that whole pizza. Like, oh, it's, I, it's yeah. not going in the trash. Yeah, I get you there. Same thing. But if you didn't, if you really didn't want to, you wouldn't have to drink the rest of the beer. It'd be a rough night. Yeah, it would be a lot. <laughs> Sixty-four ounces of barley wine would not be good. What's it? What is in your fridge, Sean? You're talking about these other stuff, these other things. Um, well, not a lot of exciting stuff. I mean, a lot of Coors Light. I buy the twist off Coors Lights. Oh yeah, twist. Um, okay, so is that the best? Is that the best way to consume beer? The twist offs. It started for me at the Knolls when we used, when that was open in Lincoln, and I went to the pool there. We golfed there, and. They had these twist-off Coors Lights, and I never had them before that. And that's I love drinking them. It's like drinking out of a cup almost. It's nice. Um, but I have some. These are like the the aluminum bottles? Aluminum, bottle. yes. Okay. 16 ounce. Okay. With a bit, with, but it's got the big lid. It's got oh, okay. The, it's got the big. It's, it's kind of, it's not that big, but it's pretty wide. Bigger than a standard bottle. Yes. Okay. A lot of, uh, I have some Zipline Locale right now. Or local. How is that? I haven't it's had that It's good. Yet. Yeah. I mean, it's just um, a lot of whiskeys at my house. Um, good man. Some scotches. And You're in on the whiskey thing, the whiskey craze. The whiskey. I thing. mean, not like crazy fancy whiskeys, and but like I had like, I, I kind of splurged and bought a Johnny Walker Blue bottle when it was oh. on sale, just to say I could try and just to try it out. And you seem like a guy who has a decanter. Do you have a decanter? No. <laughs> Why not? You should get. What's a decanter. The, I don't even know what is. What? Oh, it's just a. It's just a glass <laughs> bottle. A, oh, gla- oh, what is? Oh, for your whiskey. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a decanter, right? No, you're right. I was thinking yeah. wine, but yeah, for whiskey too. Yeah, right. This is just the the glass, and then you know, on the I got kids, they might grab it and pour it out. <laughs> but and... on the movies, they all come out and they're like, "You want some whiskey?" But they have this like glass bottle, right? And yeah. they pour it, and they go pop it off the top, and they pour it in there. And I've never like, been in like you know Sipple's office, but like Sipple should have like something like that in his office. Sipple would never have anything like that. Sipple would have nothing in his office. There's just no. That I, is kind of how I picture Sipple's office is bare. Actually, Absolutely in bare. twenty years of being like talking to Sipple almost every day, I think we've only had like one or two beers ever together. Interesting. I've seen him smoke some cigars. Mm. I would like to hang out with Sipple more, to be honest with you. He did not have three beers the one time he was on three beers later. I can say that for certain. But he did have some. He had maybe one and a half, maybe. What did we give him? Uh, Like a... It was some sort of lime goza, tequila lime goza. Because <laughs> he liked margaritas. He likes He's margarita. a margarita guy. Yep. Yeah, because he likes margaritas. He was very excited about to go margaritas when uh, you know all that's going on in the world started. I haven't seen him in months. I, I got a Moscow Mule to go. Oh, that's awesome. At, um, what, what was that? Uh, Momo. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite okay, places. Okay, still haven't been there. Oh, my God. Everyone always tells really me about good. it. Really good. Yeah, I, st- I need to go. I, so it's just an Italian place? Yeah, oh yeah, it's well, but it's nice. It's a wood fire pizza oven. Oh, it's very nice. Like if you were taking a girl on a date, but not right now with the way things are, but before COVID nineteen, I mean, yeah. that would be like a really good place in Lincoln to go out to eat. Is it like? Is it like pitch? Is it like the same yeah? Deal? The clo- I would compare it to like pitch, but a little bit more of an, an Italian okay. feel. Cool. Um, they have great pastas. 
There was a cellist playing when I went. Whoa. Yeah. Fancy. The owner is like this really Italian looking guy, Anthony. And I found out his stepson was in my fraternity. He didn't even know that oh. until years later, but he's always there. He's always got his hands on things. So the restaurant's really well run. Hell yeah. Mario Verdusco goes there like once a week. Nice. It seems like a Verdusco. Hoiberg. Place. Hoiberg is a frequent guest. Nice. Um, I was there for lunch last time I was in there eating as a diner in the restaurant. I saw Hoiberg's wife going. I mean, it's, it's kind of a place to be seen. Cool spot to go have lunch or dinner. Nice. I saw you over at local that one time. Was that, wasn't that at local? The one on 56 and Pine Lake. Yeah. Yeah. It was during, I think it was during baseball, like a playoff game was on. Yeah. Must've been because there was football on too. Or fo- yeah, I'm trying to remember. It was football, football, the, the yeah. football, baseball kind of crossover. Game. You both yeah. might have been drinking a Hawaiian porter that day. Probably was, yeah. honestly. That's that, that. That's good stuff, for real. That place is awesome. We should. We've never had them on the podcast, but we should one of these times. They do crowlers. So what is it called now? Hi- Forget Hero. <laughs> no, Hero Eighty Eight is the sushi place. Well, I know Owned Hero by 80... the same people as, the, as but the, local. But they rebranded the beer as well. It yeah, it's not five one six eight. It starts with a C. And they do it on. Pine Lake Road there. They have the brewery right. there. Yeah, they got the tanks right there. I mean, that is a, I drove by there coming over here, and they have all that out, outdoor seating. So there were quite a few people eating outdoors tonight. It's a, it's a really nice setup there. Hero is awesome. I love that place. Like that whole little 56 and Pine Lake corridor. Now you've got. With the with the zip line right there. Boiler room now. and um, Oh, is that where they put the new boiler? Yeah, right right across from zip line. You got local boiler Dude. and zip line. That's Robin Washett's coffee shop. Like he. Like, if he wants to go work somewhere in the afternoon because his wife's home with his kids during the day, he'll go to Zipline and just chill. Smart. Genius. Yeah. There's a, I don't know if you've been to 402 Creamery downtown. Oh. Yeah. But they just put one yes, of those in that in that little neighborhood. Oh, wow. And everybody Creamers that lives right there. there walks to 402 Creamery and gets an ice cream. Dude, it's like so a, that's a spot. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's an up and coming area, I would call it. Okay. Catalyst Brewing. It is now called Catalyst really? Brewing. Really? I yep. never heard that. It's, it's, I mean, within the last month or so. What was the number name before? 5168. Yeah, that kind of gets confusing because yeah. there was that one in Chicago. Goose Island had three, like one, two. 312. I mean, you just kind of get. Yeah. Well, and I, I always called it 5168, and then someone said, nope, it's 5168. I'm like, well, how, <laughs> how is a person supposed to know that? Yeah, what I am I supposed to do? Yeah. Catalyst. Catalyst. Okay. Which I, I apparently am no better at remembering well, than they, 5168. But. They set up a, a place in Omaha, too. In Midtown, oh yeah, but it wasn't with the it wasn't with local. It was with not with Lead Belly because there's a Lead Belly right there too. There's like this whole strip in in Midtown. Have you you've, you've been there? There's right? a Lead Belly in Omaha. There's a Lead Belly yeah. in Midtown in Omaha. Does Matthew um, Waldock work there too? That's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> he was a waiter at Lead Belly, evidently. Right. That's he got, and he he like didn't want to come back and play football. Like he would rather. He's like I just want to. Work at Lead Belly and Chase Tail and not kick. <laughs> Hilarious. What an incredible guy. He's got guy. that on his resume now. He's good. That's know? great. He's he like, for life. I outkicked your scholarship kicker in limited <laughs> opportunity, and by the way, I'm done. That is an awesome <laughs> flex. That is an incredible flex. And I'm a Cubs fan, too, just like you could. Like, Frost loved him because he's like a Cubs fan. <laughs> That's right. That He did say so that. weird. He did say that that one day. Frost listens to the station because of the Cubs games. Like, yeah. He, he has said... Like he's like, yeah, I was listening to your show, um, coming in on Saturday morning, and <laughs> and I go, really, you listen? He goes, yeah, kind of by act. I was listening to the Cubs game <laughs> the night before, and it was still on, and I got in the next morning, and 
Um, I heard your interview with so-and-so. He's probably one of those people who gets pissed off when we don't play the Cubs because we have to do normal normal programming. Yeah. He probably texts in. Yep. Satellite radio is pretty good for that, but you got, it's hard to find the game you want on satellite radio in your really? car. I mean, you're, you're like driving. I mean, you have to really know how to find it. You're on a big that. satellite radio guy. You always talk about this. Yeah, I've had, I mean, I, I do. I like all the local sports talk guys, but I'm around like what I'm around so much that I like to hear oh, other totally. views. Totally. Um, so I listen to Sirius XM College quite a bit. Um the Rick Neuheisel show is far and away my favorite radio show. He does like midday type show every day. And, um, I mean, I just like hearing those national college football guys takes yeah. um, for what we do. And they, it's basketball based. I mean, everything for college, but I mean, I'll listen to mad dog Russo too. I mean, I, 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 I like, uh, yeah. What's he yelling about recently lately? So when I was in college, I interned in Connecticut. And so I was like an hour and a half from New York city. Um, and, that was like the first time I ever was, you know, found out about WFAN, right. like the best sports talk station in the, in the world. Mike and Mad Dog. And so Mike and the Mad Dog were on. It's a fifty thousand watt station in New York City, so you get it everywhere. Everywhere. And then they had they were streamed on Yes Network. So at that time, it was like the only sports talk radio that had its like own TV show. So I I would I was always home when they were on in Connecticut, and I watched and listened to those guys and kind of really gain an appreciation for like the brand they built i mean it's like holy cow these guys and then you find i mean they are the probably the greatest well, they're like the fathers of the industry for sure like you know everybody then they, they both got so big and rich that they couldn't make it work francesa the clips that that come around about him of uh, of him it's just he makes no sense he's not good by himself he's not good at all but like when, when you pair him with mad dog they're incredible it's great right but like, and Mad Dog almost needs like a calmer guy to, and he would freak out sometimes. Still, oh yeah, but that works if you've got someone counterbalancing. Yep, but yeah, so I'll listen to. I like I like Mad Dog on baseball, like just his. He's a baseball guy for baseball sure. stuff. They do good. his show. He has that show on MLB Network. High Heat or High Heat. Or High it, Heat. Yeah, that's it. Called? That's it. Yeah, he does an hour an hour on there before he goes on his own radio show. And then he yells uh what, what the, the right at the beginning of the show he goes but he pulls it out like way longer than that. Well, that that's that's a, a shtick from WFAN, right? Right. Yeah. 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 But it's they did a 30 for 30 on him too. Did you watch that? Yes. Yeah, that wasn't that it, long. It didn't ago. get much like rerun air though. Like it kind of like they never re-aired it again. No, it's it's one of those things that I think probably had just limited appeal based <laughs> off of it, it's people caring about sports radio to begin with, and then New York sports radio specifically. It's a very niche sort of audience. Oh, Sean, you just was... tweeted. How'd you do that? Oh, I scheduled it. <laughs> scheduled tweets. Look, his... I feel. <laughs> I feel like something's been stolen from me. His six-digit followers <laughs> need content, all right? Whether he's here or not, they need content. Unbelievable. Do you have six-digit followers? Is that accurate? No. Close. Gotta, I was going to say, it's got to be close. 89! My Man. God! Well, this this will put you over the top. Yes. For sure. Exactly. <laughs> we need something to happen to gain. Like, people aren't really, like, you're not, yeah, no yeah. one, I'm guessing everyone's in the same boat. You're No one's probably gaining very many new Twitter followers right now. There's just, like, nothing to gain followers over. How many scheduled tweets do you have a day? Oh, I do a round of content ones. I mean, probably two to three a day on my account at the most. I mean, you can't overdo it, but you, you just want to, like, 
draw people to your website. I mean, and that's it. I mean, you don't need any other explanation than that. But yeah, you, you can't overdo it. I mean, otherwise you kind of get you spam people and right. Oh, I thought you meant like it's impossible to overdo it. Like, no, you can't overdo it. No, you definitely. No, you can not overdo it. I mean, there's some guys <laughs> in our market that don't do any of their content tweets. You know, like, but Connor, I don't do it. <laughs> I don't really think I'm interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it's dangerous to tweet your thoughts like what's going on in the world right now. That I mean, see, that's the whole thing with. So I, I've mostly just like not done anything yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. So that that's how I mostly do it. I have censored myself a lot over the last two months. Well, it's it's not even that. Just like it's it's impossible. Even about like if you're tweeting about Nebraska football, it's it's impossible to to get like a full thought out without you know having these separate qual like. Any any thought or nuanced thought that I would have to have about Nebraska football that would get tweeted out would have to be like a four tweet sure. thread if because they happen to play and right. assuming things go. You have to type it on like your notes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, man. I'm just like, you know what? I'm like gonna a commit announcement on notes. So many tweets that I've had, I'm just like, you know, I've wrote it, the whole thing out, and I'm like, yeah, this is not gonna get taken the oh. way that I want to get taken, and then I just there's let so it go, many times where you do go. that, like where you just like, okay, yeah. wait a minute, I'm you not gonna, engage. I'm not gonna do this. Yep, just give it up. And that's basically what I've done with my whole professional career. Just I, give it up. I erase it, and then I tweet a cat picture. Because <laughs> if you come in too hot, exactly. it's hard to come back. Exactly. And then it's going to get taken the wrong way no matter what by somebody. Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah Subtweeting is not a good idea either. I don't believe in I don't do that. because That comes around. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have any person to subtweet i guess do either one of you do you want to get out your thoughts that you've been censoring for for a while mm, let this no. be your platform it, it just comes up when it comes up like i just if if there's ever a thought that i have about you know even you know, once again just nebraska football i'm just like i can't i cannot explain this yeah. on twitter i will use my radio show to explain it i can go get some higher alcohol beer if we, if we want to get that out of you <laughs> well yeah. on the old thing you put it in writing it comes off way worse exactly like and our subscribers will get really mad sometimes if, like, we express an opinion or a thought on like, the ticket or somewhere. And they're like, why can't you say that on here? You know, on, right. on, the, on the Red Sea. And I'm like, well, if it's I wrote literally it. literally impossible. If I wrote it, like, in text terms, yeah, it lives forever. You know, <laughs> and it, it, like, looks different. It feels different. So, like, when you write something, it's a lot different than when you are on here yep. drinking a beer. I mean, you, you can't say I've heard in a story. You know, like or or some or something, you know, something along those. Yeah, lines. you have to be a little bit more journalistic, right? You know, sources. Source Radio, the it's just where anything happens, and this podcast gets a little loose. <laughs> yeah, exactly, a little loose. That's all. This beer's good so far, anyway. What what's the Teddy part? Crisp one, nice and light. Yeah, it is. Is it supposed to be like? Well, yeah, I think it. I think Ted. Uh, inspired or brewed or collaborated. Oh, Ted's just a guy. I think Ted's just a guy. Okay, it's not like like sexy Teddy Grams, Teddy time or anything like. I that. I was thinking Teddy Teddy uh, Grams. I always, I always go to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, what do you do that? I, you know, red blooded American male. That's your style, I guess. That's my style. Teddy Grams. I do love Teddy Grams. Cinnamon Teddy Grams. Did somebody do a Teddy Grams beer? I don't know. They should. Or Golden Grams or whatever it was. Colby, Sam, whoever's listening. I'm sure they've done that already. Rich at Empyrean. Yeah. Anybody out there. 
Those are all the names I know. I think Matt at Code. Dude, you're you're plugged in. Uh, I've been to Code. It's a cool place. It I is. Think it's a cool spot. I, I I love just the vibe in there with the big windows and everything. Uh, cool place. We went there after axe throwing. Oh yeah, nice. Craft, you guys done it? Craft axe yeah. throwing. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they hosted the station one night, so we could all try it out um, before plugging it on air. It's and fun. It is fun. You get kind of good at it. I mean, after a few, I mean, like you figure out a technique and. I, yeah, I tell you, well, we had the whole place to ourselves, so we were just like line, like basically just like freaking nonstop <laughs> chucking like, axes. No trick throws. <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait a minute, I want to be Mel Gibson and Braveheart here. Well, they they had one guy like. I don't know if he was practicing or just showing off, but he was all about the trick. Th- and he, he went to a lane all by himself. He was an employee. And he's like, you know, behind his back and backwards and, and all this stuff. He was, he was great. The They're small axe shots. is hard to throw. Yes. You got to have the big axe. I mean, the big axe, you do the two hand. Mm-hmm. That's the best strategy. The two, I mean, and at first you're like, no way this is going to work. And then you're like, okay, <laughs> this is the way to do it. Because you start trying to do the one hand, it just it goes out of control. I did, uh, I did an axe throwing once in Vegas. And I'm sure the stuff that they've seen, it was on like, it was at Fremont Street. And the stuff that they've seen in that place are pro- is probably just insane. So they were really like, real strict. Yeah, they were like, you know, don't do this wrong. <laughs> no, isn't the bullseye not the best throw? I was, I think those cor- two, two little corner spots. It's like ski ball. You know, they've got it's those like extra little, little targets up in the corner with 500. Cause my two best friends and their wife, we all, like three couples came and from Omaha and, we kind of had like a couple's count. It got kind of, the juices kind of turned really? on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You get a, well, like, you know, you get one and it's on the cork board or whatever and it's already been screwed up sure. beforehand. And you throw it in the middle and it's right there and it doesn't get stuck because the cork board screwed up. Cork board? I know. It's just wood. Wood board, whatever. It's just wood. Just yeah, board. You, like, are places like that, they're probably not able to open right now. Oh, they, no. they are opening soon. I think they're opening this week, actually. And Ooh. they were going to. They were going to, you know, space people, I think, every third lane or something like and that. wipe the axes down. Sanitize in between everybody. But, yeah, they're, they're coming it's back. A, it's kind of a sweet idea, though. Like, the, they serve beer. You get two. It's a two limit. I think they were working to change that. To three or to, four. Uh, to no limit, I think. Just, dude. Just get rid of the limit. Yes. Yeah. No limit. Aren't there two, <laughs> or is that the only one? There, there are two. Uh, so, there's that one, craft axe throwing, and then there's Tomahawks, which is under the O Street overpass. Oh. Where born in a barn used to oh, be. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and now they did not get a liquor license at all. They they ran into some issues with their application and did not get a liquor license at all. Interesting. There's also only one axe size there. Bold so, strategy, Cotton. I know. I know. See if it pays off. <laughs> and the other place is going to have a no limit alcohol. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that got approved because cool. they went. We'll see which one the wins. Lincoln location. <laughs> They're a little bit of a chain, right? They've got locations in other states, and no other state has that beer limit. So they they said, look, we've been here for a year now. There have been zero problems. Nothing has arisen. Let us operate like all of our other locations operate. And I'm pretty sure the, oh, yeah. the Liquor Commission said, okay. Yeah, if you bring something new to town, I mean, the city council kind of shakes you down. I mean, they, they really, yeah, they don't. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, they, they want the business. They want the everything that's going to come along with that. But, yeah, they're they're a little weary of it. Hmm. Lincoln, Lincoln seems weird. I think it's a weird place. Am I right about that? I have no idea. I don't even know, really. I mean, I've lived here in Kearney, so. Yeah. In, like, nine months in Omaha. I just feel like l- a little less, you know, welcoming of 
some things. Have you ever heard the Notre Dame story in the 20s? Nebraska, Notre Dame? So like, Probably not. Almost for sure not. So Nebraska beat the Four Horsemen two out of three years. Okay. They're, they're the only people to beat the Four Horsemen in the 20s. And Notre Dame. Is those what those pictures are from out there? Yes. Nice. Um, no, Notre Dame wanted to continue to play us every year. Like they wanted a series really? with Nebraska. And when they came to Lincoln, there was like a huge anti-Catholic sector of Lincoln. And the Ku Klux Klan actually, you know, was around in Nebraska, but they discriminated against Catholics. And so Notre Dame, if you go back and read the history, talk to the Mike Babcocks, they, they were treated really poorly and, you know, vulgar and and just not nice. And so Notre Dame was just like, yeah, no. And so they wanted to play, and Nebraska came back with a renewal offer, and it was such an insulting low-ball offer. <laughs> they declined. Newt Rockney, they declined. And guess who took their place? It was either Stanford or USC. But hmm. they decided, you know what? We don't need to play Nebraska. We're going to add Stanford and USC as our annual wow. game. So, man, we could have just been playing Notre Dame for the last 100 years. But, yeah, there was. If we weren't racist. There was a real anti-religionist. Racist religionist or Take whatever it back well the capital used to be in omaha right and i mean there was a thought that they moved it to lincoln because they didn't want the catholics running the state <laughs> now ricketts is in charge show that, them that work out for him <laughs> yeah. but yeah it used to be your high school that's right it was the capital and yeah. they moved it to lincoln they yeah it's not that the was the capital building it was not the capital building it was a capital location oh, okay uh, but okay. yeah they, oh, i thought it was the i didn't realize i thought it was the actual building just kind of like revamped they they've done a whole bunch of different stuff to it um but there was there used to be some so central is is a square and there's a empty spot in the middle there's a courtyard that they have now and i'm pretty sure that the old building used to be like in the in the courtyard where the courtyard oh, okay. is it's a beautiful school yeah it's awesome and, other than the parking <laughs> yeah i i was fortunate enough i guess to like get there at five thirty every morning for baseball workouts. So I just be like, "Yep, lucky you." you so I just, in the teacher's lot. I just got the first spot on. <laughs> I just got the first spot on Davenport Street, on the on the right. It's still like it's still you got to walk, you know, two minutes to get to get up there. But yeah, that lot by the in between the school and the football field. That's like teachers only, right? That's teachers only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and people would try that. They tow. They tow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's big time. That's such a weird. It's concept it's premier. You know, going to Norris like. We just had a parking lot right outside the school. There was no, I mean, yeah, even, I know. Even the Lincoln schools where they talk about having auxiliary lots and, and things like that. Like that's so. We had assigned spots like with numbers. Really, I, Pius does that too. I mean, I went. We had seven, eight hundred kids at a Catholic high school when I went to it. I mean, that's a pretty good size. Sure. A lot of kids drove. So yeah, you had you went to gross right? Yeah, and so your sophomore year, you applied for a pass, hmm. and it wasn't a guarantee you'd get one as a sophomore because right. there were so many juniors and seniors that drove and. Did you have to pay for it? Yeah, a little bit, really? not much. Yeah. And there was actually a janitor that would write tickets on wow. cars wow. Um, if you took someone's spot because um, it was a – and there used to be like a stoner's lot, you know, like an area <laughs> where like the guys that smoked, oh, yeah. smoked and hung out. And Well, they had – so it's it's right there downtown, so there's this kind of overpass, right? There's, there's a Creighton dorm right there, and then there's this kind of overpass. And underneath that, it's right where the old Civic used – you know, kind of over there. Um, and, and it was called the senior lot, and they would charge you however much money. I think it was a lot to park in that parking lot. Really? And it's even further away from where I parked on the street for free. So if you don't, if you weren't in the senior lot or if you didn't get there early, you're just like 
really like if baseball workouts ever got canceled or something like that, you're just testing your luck. You're either going on the street right there, getting lucky on a spot, or you're going a couple blocks over to Cass, which is like you got to walk all the way back. It's it's like 15 minutes, like 10, 15 minutes to walk back to the school from there. Was, so you better have budgeted for it. Yeah, exactly. Or take the bus or hmm. whatever. You're like to, to take there. the bus, though, you have to live like four miles away to get an OPS I think bus. that's right. Yeah. So like if you. Four but, miles. Yeah. Yeah. So think how many kids in like say South Omaha at Omaha South, three thousand students. My sister works there now, and you know that live three and a half miles away. They, some of those kids walk to school. Yep, really. Yep. They don't have a bus. You know, yeah, and they don't have I mean, cars either. It is kind of the silliest thing, like that you have to live that far away. I mean, you would think that they could give these kids a bus ride, you know, that are like two, three miles away. I, don't, I guess I don't know. As a kid. I always took the bus as a kid, but I, I guess I don't know how far I was away. A from lot of school. people probably lived four miles from Central, though, because like there, yes. were, there weren't a lot Central of, takes kids from everywhere. Because there aren't a lot of houses like near Central. That's true. No, I mean Dundee would be like the closest kind of area or the, in the in the neighborhood to, to the east of it. I don't think that'd be three miles. I don't think that'd be quite like three kids miles. Kids on Forty Second and Grover would go to Central, not Bryan, yeah. where I lived. Yes, like, like St. Thomas. More, there was a lot of kids from that area. Like St. Thomas More Catholic School, like either went to Gross or Prep mm-hmm. or Central. Yep. So could you have bussed from where you were? I don't. I don't know. I probably would have had a because I was out west I, at the time when I went to Central. Um, I, I'm not sure. I would have had to. Was there open enrollment? Like you could just choose wherever. Well, I was in a yeah. So yeah. I I I went my my first two years. I went to Miller North, and I we were in Northwest District at the Northwest area at Omaha Northwest area at the time, and we we're like, yeah, I don't want to go to Northwest, so I went to Miller North, and then I left after after two years there, and then we had moved into the into the Burke area, so I was still in OPS, so I just opted into Central. I think I could have I could have went to Burke obviously, but I think Burke was was closed to the people that weren't in the district at the time or weren't in the the zone at the time. Well, they're building two new OPS high schools. Yeah, I know. 60th and L and 156 and Ida. I've seen the one out there in 156 and Ida. It's like... Basically Bennington. Yeah. It's in the... Like, there's fields around. Like, it will be... For now. And it's an OPS high school. It will be different than dynamic-wise than any OPS high school. Where's this... Where's the other one? So 60, our, our, the late Adrian Fiala, um, he went to Ryan high school, which is, that's where my dad went. Mm -hmm. It was a Catholic high school on 60th and L and they were class a. Yeah. And that eventually closed because gross opened up down the road. And then he had, and then so, um, the, the reason Ryan closed gross was a part of the archdiocese of Omaha. Ryan opened as a Catholic school, not affiliated with the archdiocese. So they are, they're kind of like rival. Um, and oh, weird. Ryan was like a powerhouse before gross then gross kind of, you know, gross probably shouldn't have been built where it's at in all reality. Like, it was right next to Brian. Like we talk about this, my friends, like we're on 45th and Harrison. If they just put gross on like 120th and Harrison, like, you know, they're doing, they're doing a lot better right now, but it's the, totally different school. Yeah. Yeah. Like the location, you know, is, it's tough for our school now. Cause it's an eight, 9,000 bucks a year to go there. It was yeah. 3000 when I was in high school. Yeah, but I mean, most of the kids are going to Scott now. Yeah, right? I mean, so like that Tyson Gordon, yeah. his parents went to Gross. Yep. Like the Scar guy, the big guy for Scott, his mm-hmm. parents went to Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, Skratsky from the year before, his dad was like an all-state basketball player at Gross. So like a lot of the people, you know, they, they move out west. I mean, that that's how a lot of Omaha is. You know, we all grew yep. up, you know, in 
like the 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 lower street numbers like 40th to 70th street in that area and most people now my age have moved way out to 204th or yeah. 180th and we um, my family's not a generation generational omaha family we we moved there ourselves my parents moved there themselves but my oh my fiance's hey, hey. Uh, my fi- my fiance's family is in in Dundee, so I mean the joke where I was from, you could tell where someone's from by if they just told you the church they went to and the bar they went to, you, you could pretty much figure them out. <laughs> yep, that's pretty and, much. And it. It's kind of a high school game, like when you see anyone from Nebraska, because there's like sixty class A and class B schools, right. and you could just be like, "Where'd you go to high school?" and like. You could just like, oh, I know so and so from that school. It's it's so weird, and I'm I assume it's like this in other places, especially the size of of Omaha or Lincoln. But it's like ever like you're two degrees separation away from everybody. I've heard St. Louis is really bad because there's like yeah. ten Catholic high schools there, and like automatically you can kind of like figure out somebody's background by which Catholic high school they went to. My, yep. my freshman year was just an hour and a half or so out of uh, out of St. Louis, and. Everybody I ran into had that going on. They know like your yeah, like yeah. your affiliation. I mean, you, you walk into your first day of, of calc class or whatever, and like, oh, you went to St. Geraldine's? Oh yeah, no, I'm from Bernadette's. Just yeah, that super weird. Which yeah, it's like a Again, big Omaha from Norris. Yeah. Didn't have that, you know? Like, yeah. I, and I can tell you, everybody that went to Norris, but outside of that, like, we were our own little segregated yeah, I, thing. Chances are, you knew. Uh, you knew a kid like at every school, yeah, sure. in Omaha. You know, well, sure, because you're. I mean, all your activities. Not every are, school, but a, a lot. And you definitely knew who the hot kids. girls were at every. School. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's true. I but mean, you knew like was well oh, that's the girl from. Yeah, she's she's the one. I mean, from, like wow. wherever. Oh yeah, that's definitely true. Weird place. It's a small big town. small town. Big small town. Well, yeah, there's only sixty class A and class B schools. You think about that, like texas or somewhere like that i mean there's hundreds right so it's pretty easy to like learn the lay of the land because once you get down to c and d schools there's hardly any people it's pretty much piled into two areas i suppose should we rate this and then i have to pee okay. so we should do a pause pause okay. break yeah. you guys we, do pause breaks we did. oh yeah, yeah we could pause the, pause the, music and everything through the power of editing this beer was white elms teddy time a small batch offering it's their brazilian wheat lager wheat lager okay Brazilian wheat lager made with American wild hops, 4% alcohol. It was a tall boy. There's a little bit of that. Like, I was waiting for the the wild and the hops, mm-hmm. and, like, just a little, little twinge of it um, on the back side it, It's there. almost like the way your mouth felt. Yeah, yes. More, more than anything. Yes. Yeah. Which I I think is good, which which I appreciate, and it gives you the, the feeling of drinking a more hopped beer mm-hmm. um it, it's weird so i i have a hard time i'm having a hard time thinking of whether i'm going to give it points for this or take away points from this like it tasted it it tasted like it was higher abv right sure like it could have been you you could have a 6.5 percent beer that tastes like this yeah, absolutely um i think i'll give it points <laughs> yes that's what i chose to do with the last one yes it's a buy for me it's a buy for Sean. It's a it, it's a seven point five for me. Seven five. Yeah, I okay. like it. It tastes like you're getting more bang. Yes. And you know, if, I'm usually driving when I go out somewhere, so like I don't want to have a bunch of eight percenters. Okay. So the, so the less bang is a good thing. Like I want to have one or two good beers. You know, especially now you can't get an Uber probably right now if you go out anywhere. And 
yeah. What are the Ubers? Doing? I haven't tried. No but idea. I haven't either. I mean, no, an Uber shows up at our our office nine a.m. every day. So huh, there you go. Drops. Somebody gets dropped off. Yes. Nine a.m. every day. Boom. So they're still operating, though. I'm sure there are restrictions. Well, maybe <laughs> that, but also I'm sure a lot of people have just stopped because the business isn't there. Yeah, I, I, it's usually a side hustle for most people. Yeah. But you go. I, like, did, I did it for a little bit. Yeah, how, how many times? I don't know, like, a, like three or four nights. Okay. For did you deal with some some drunk ass college kids? Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. They talk smack to you. No one one guy was really confused that I didn't have a that I didn't have an aux cord. I was like, no, dude, this is. This is a 2014 Chevy Malibu. Like, it does not have an aux cord. It has Bluetooth. Like, we don't have an aux cord here. Sorry. It's this is the big leagues. This is a 2014 like, Chevy. It, it didn't also have an aux no, cord. No, it's just Bluetooth. And I'm not gonna let the kid get on my Bluetooth. So it's like I'm gonna play the tunes that I want to play. You wouldn't let the kid get on your Bluetooth? No. He wanted to play music in your car. He wanted play music in my car. I feel like that's a common. He, he wanted Uber the aux courtesy. cord. Well, well, it is, but through the aux cord. But I don't have no aux cord. Did you give him a bad rating? <laughs> no. I wonder if he gave me a bad rating. I think I finished with a with a pretty with like a, I mean, pretty close to five stars. Are you still Uber certified? I don't. Is I don't, that a thing? I think that runs you, out. You you couldn't just turn it on and go drive people around. No, I think that runs out. After. When you're Uber certified, are you limited to a certain geographic area, or could you just go anywhere? Probably Nebraska. You can go anywhere. Like some of the guys I've talked to. Um, like a guy's like, yeah, my mom lives and he was in California and someone lived in Texas. And he goes, I'll, I'll drive to Texas. And when I go visit her, I'll just take shifts when I'm out really? there. Really? Yeah. This guy in San Francisco, we had, um, he drove a little Prius and he said that he, he drove like 10, 10 hours a day, six days a week. I mean, some of these wow. guys. Oh, they do it for a full-time job. I mean, it's like 60 hours a week. Yeah. And you got, you, you've got to invest in like a car that, sure. that's going to. Last. I assume those oh, are the yeah. people that have the lights up front and the stickers. On oh, the they windows. go full out. Do you have yeah. to pay for those? The like the decal, the stickers. And they the send you the they send you the decal. You have to pay for the light. The yes, you have to pay for the light. I never had a light. Uh, you just have to pay for like a uh, an inspection, which is like I don't know. Some guy comes and looks at your car. You, you take, take it to it. a place that's like Uber certified. I went to Midas on O Street, sixty whatever and O. What? Midas. I went to Midas. Uh, those are my guys. So shout out to Midas. Um, and got an ex- inspection. And I think that was pretty much it. You're like the only guy I've ever met that's gone to Midas. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the place that did it. I went to Midas one time, guys. Sorry. I've never been to Midas. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a good beer. If you get back to that. That said, it's a wheat and not something I'd gravitate towards. But it was crisper than I... Than, than most weeks. I yeah, threw you guys I, off with no IPAs, didn't I? Oh, no, man. Not, not really. I had so many IPAs. No. We actually haven't been doing many IPAs. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it would have been weird to do stouts. Yeah. So we do something lighter that's not an IPA. So this is the right place, place no, to go. No, this is good. I'm and, and, and honestly, three beers that I wouldn't have bought otherwise. And I'm always happy for any excuse to change lanes a little bit. Um, Law, like it, it worked just it, it, it just worked for me you know it like, worked like just worked like these are two really good warm weather beers like i would take this camping okay drink the hell out of it 
will go a little better than the last. Eh, eh, seven seven, slightly better. Seven seven. You want to so stop? Same zone. I do. I really have to take. A okay. Pee. All right. We are back. We are back for the third beer, which is what? It is uh, the Veruca, which is not what I ordered. I'd like to point that out. This is from White Elm. It's the Veruca. uh, It's like a blueberry pineapple grisette, I believe. We've had it before on this podcast. I ordered the Verna, which is a beer to garden. Got the Veruca. How do we feel about that? You know, I just, I, there's some initials on that can of, of who filled it. And look, Nate, pay a little more attention. That's all I'm saying. I see N and I see star. Look, Nate, just, uh, just pay a little more attention. Is it N star? That's all I'm saying. We love Nate. I was, I was looking forward to some beer to guard. We love Nate. I did research on what a beer to guard is. Which but, is what? Well, it's basically like if a Saison and a, a German lager had a baby. Okay. It would, it would create a French beer to guard. It, it has its roots back with Saison, but, you know, as time went on, Saison went and it went more wild and crazy, yeah. and beer to guard went more malty, darker. Okay. Uh, but, but this, so it's like a hybrid it's in just, between. You know, it evolved differently. Yeah. Interesting. You ever drink it out of the whole can, like the, the big can? I don't think I ever have had a, a a crowler where I drank it out of the. I think can. I did that with a with a cider recently. Did you from from, from Sarah? Sarah. Yeah, the the jalapeno one. You went on ciders? Oh yeah. Oh, that goes. Sarah uh, does awesome stuff. Thunderhead. They used to make one in Carney, um, uh, not in the can. You had to go there and get it in a growler. It was called uh-huh. Tiny Tim. It was like a Christmas hmm. brew, but it was like a cidery. Oh really. And it was like 13, yeah. 12, I mean, it, it puts you on your ass. All right. Like, I've, I've heard of it. I think, big ciders. I think Chris Whitney was telling me about Tiny Tim uh, when we went out there for Unmarked White Van Beer Tour. That's right. They I limit you to two in the, I mean, in really? li- literally, it's a, it, like one, you could feel it in like your cheeks. You're just like, nice. Oh. That's a good beer. Sweet. It's <laughs> good cider. I've never experienced Tiny Tim. Like Tiny Tim. Pretty cool. I used to pick one up in Carney. I Sip when I do those lunches out there, and I occasionally grab one. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. How many of those do you do? <laughs> I, I do about fifty public speeches a, fo- uh, a year now. Okay, like paid ones. So and that it, and and they're at any time of of the year or what? Well, it, a lot of it is during football season. So, um, like my schedule for stuff is like Tuesday nights, big red wrap up. We tape like a bunch of KTV stuff on Monday nights for channel seven in Omaha. But then Wednesday, um, we have, uh, we used to do our lunches on Wednesday. We had to move it to Thursday because of the frost schedule. So we do Thursday lunches in Beatrice and Fremont. Okay. And simple is one. I'm the other. And that's the whole season. And then we had Friday lunches, you know, all, where we go to Kearney. And we used to have Omaha in there as well. We've had some other places work in lunches. But then Northwestern Mutual has me do five events a year for their clients. Um, so, you know, then Holy Ghost, on Thursday nights, I do about 10 Thursday nights. 
Um, so there's some stretches on Thursday lunch. I speak, pick up my kids from school and get some work done. And then I go back out. I speak Thursday night mm-hmm. at Omaha Holy Ghost or Springfield Legion Club or Northwestern Mutual. And then Friday I speak again at lunch. You know, so it does take a lot. It's big time. Yeah. yeah you get, I mean, you get, but it's, it's, I mean, that's obviously I'm, I'm getting paid, so I can't ever complain. Right. And, and get free like steak or beer at these places. I mean, it's, it's a hell of a deal and you meet lots of good people. I mean, it's, it's really fun. Well, you, 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 so you just talk about what, like, what do you do? Yeah. Are you just like a politician with a stump speech? Pretty or? much like Sipple and I joke, like I go, I go, we're like priests. Like we, like yeah. we go out and like, we, <laughs> we like talk about Nebraska football. Like we're like the priests, right? <laughs> but no, you get up and like. You kind of give like an opening state of the program that week speech. Okay. Um, you break down the offense, the defense, the opponent, what's going on. Then you open it up for questions and you just kind of cut it up with the crowd. I mean, so well, that's cool. like Fremont is our most successful one. Um, you know, that, that station group there um, does an excellent job. Chris Walls and that group. Um, and th- we get close to 200 people every week Dang. that come and I mean, you you can hear a pin drop in the place. That's crazy. It's a it's a great great great, and it's like I think it's like twenty bucks, but it's an all you can eat buffet lunch with dessert and three meats. I mean, it's a really really big meal, and they have liquor distributors there. They give out free samples to people, and it, dude, so it's it's fun. Like Simple and I, we joke. It's like one of our favorite parts of our job um, that we get to go out and 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 talk to these groups, and you get a pulse, you get a feel for yeah like, what's what people think, you know. And that's what I like the most about doing doing the show every day honestly like I, I just like to understand how people feel like whether it's on our text line or people calling in or, or whatever like i just like to get a feeling for how how people feel about it and and you i mean that's even closer because you actually have like face-to-face contact and then like during recruiting so when the season's over there's kind of a little break and then you know we still do february ones even though signing days in december yeah. um but i did like eight in in february march right where I was going everywhere. Like I've been in Des Moines 15 years in a row or 16, 15, 16 years in a row. Des Moines. Nice. Iowans for Nebraska. And, um, I go to McCook, Norfolk, um, Kearney again. Um, you, you know, Omaha Bellevue. Like I do a bunch of, like we did one in Bellevue, like the week before, like days before the COVID stuff hit. So, I mean, I was in a room with 350 people. Right. Shaking lots of hands of old people in Bellevue. It seems weird that it just happened. Yeah, it just happened like that fast. Like, like I said, I was in Chicago like one one day basically before all that happened. I'm like, yeah, I was in a seventeen thousand seat arena, you know, like three days ago. But it's fine. And then you came home and uh, broadcast some basketball in front of nobody. Yeah, yeah, in front of well, hey, there was a couple hundred people there. Got News Channel Nebraska like airing those games early on. Like that was the. I don't know what I would have done had I not been able to go. Like, cause I was just there the whole weekend, but yeah. Like being able to air them on TV. Yeah. Like that was huge. I mean, they, they broke like server. I mean, cause there was no way to watch state basketball. Right. And the, and it would have been packed. It would have like the, the, the house would have the been The Miller packed. North, like Friday night game and they, the championship, the championship game might've been one of the biggest championship crowds we've had in years. They played, um, oh, it absolutely would have been. Yeah. Miller North Bell West. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then they played Central on the on the Friday night. No, because Central lost to South. South. They, they yeah they beat South South and Miller North. They beat them. They beat them pretty good. But their 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 Thursday night game was good because they had Papio South, and then their Saturday game obviously was was. A and South is interesting. My I grew up there. My mom worked there years. My sister works there now. They they don't 
like draw huge crowds. Like they have like older alumni guys like Central would have that come to the games, mm-hmm. but like their current student body doesn't really go to the games. Nope. So it was always like, like that when I was there too. Central's kind of the same way. You get like a section of diehard students, but you get the big alumni that are huge Central people that come back and you know go out to like watch yep. that Oak Hill Academy game and. Yeah, that game was sweet. They had like a bus. I remember they had a couple buses of just fans. Yeah, they like Central's like that foundation you guys have there is, mm-hmm. is pretty big. Yep. Yeah, I get the I get the emails from them. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. Uh yeah, my reunion got canceled. My reunion is oh, supposed to be no. this year. Are you gonna go? I don't know. Probably. They they asked me to do some stuff for it, but but really? I, yeah, and I was like What yeah. kind of stuff? MC in it? Not MC. No, they they wanted me to help with the I don't know some balloons, some part of the organization part of it, and I don't really know what it was because it never went any further. We had our that. twenty year last year, so you were so you were class of ninety nine ninety nine. It was good. Twenty ten, Mike. We had it at uh, Thunderhead in Omaha. Like they have okay. like in yeah they got a tech from great place. Yeah, I yeah. love Thunderhead. Yeah. My wife's from Kearney. I've been there many times. But not a great place to have a reunion when they I don't been there. when they don't have like regular domestic beers. Oh, uh, yeah, so you're catching yeah. up with buddies for like six or seven hours. You're just drinking craft beers all night, and, and like, I mean, craft beers you don't know. You're like, I'm I'm done after about three, and know. everybody was just a wreck. I mean, it was not like I mean, <laughs> but you're just like, man, we're old, and this is like a lot of like you want to keep drinking something. That's true. Yeah. Weird. Some guy was bringing in Mick Ultras from a parking lot, pouring <laughs> in a cup. Nice. But yeah, that was our twenty year. It was it was I mean it was fun just to see everybody. But yeah, I would have liked to have had some Bud Lights or Coors Lights at a reunion. Have you had a reunion yet? Have you gone? We you went there. There, there was one, but you didn't go. No, there wasn't even really one. Like we, how many people did you graduate with? About one hundred forty or so. Do you guys go to like the Hickman Bar downtown for yeah, the reunion? What would you do? I've only been one. No, that's the thing. Like we broke a berry farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it just never really got off the ground. You know, like there was some Facebook event that was made, and but nobody grabbed it and made anything out of it. One forty. So, that seems big though. Like that, that seems yeah, reasonable. It, 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 it's a group that should have had a ten year reunion. Yeah, it just didn't. So then finally, someone's like, "Look, I'll I'll make a." fire in my backyard and i think like 10 people went i was not one of those 10 the problem with the norris area is like there's there's like not really a restaurant venue yeah like you have to have it in lincoln they've got like the what's not nine south anymore it's yeah they changed the name of that metal grill but they can't i mean how do you how do you get 200 people in there I don't. I've never been in there. It looks big from the outside, but I've never. I've never been, so I don't know what it's like. It, um, it, but other than that, you're right. There's nothing in the district. Like you have to have some like real rich guy in your class whose dad has like the finished up barn right, or something. Right. You know? Owns a space. Something there, like there's that. There's a vineyard out near Roca, I think that would be good for something like that. But otherwise, go to the but, Sprague Bar. The Sprague Bar would be great. The Sprague Bar is awesome. Always, like that's how all those towns have those places, and any of them. I'm sure would close down for the night. Roca Tavern would let be, you have okay. Roca Tavern would be the yeah, spot. That's yeah. where you got to have it. I was always so sad that Panama doesn't have that that bar. Panama was dry forever. It was a huge deal when they let people like bring. I haven't beer been to, to hardly their... any of the small town bars. It, just jump on a party bus. Oh my gosh! Weekend. So I did. I, I, we had there was one party bus once. It was Jake's thing. It oh was, yeah, it was Sorensen's. I didn't go. 
Yeah, I went, and <laughs> I can't remember which bars we went to, but there was definitely a couple small town ones, and there was one in particular that was pretty fun. Roca Tavern's a a popular spot on I the wanna, party bus. Yeah, we probably did that then. We probably Roca did. Tavern, Sprague Bar, Emerson's got a bar too. I would have no idea where I was. They call it the Bermuda Triangle. There's like three towns that each have a bar, and you go to all three of them. Maybe we hit them all. Bennett has one called the Big Ten Bar, which I always think is hilarious because there's no way they have permission to call it the Big Ten Bar, but it is. Nice. Got a big, big, Big Ten logo. Who's going to tell him? Yeah, right, exactly. Not me. I got a friend who he owns the bar in Wood River, and he leases it out to somebody, but he's like, you know, if somebody was smart, they'd call it like the Frosty Mug. Yeah, or right. <laughs> number seven. <laughs> just, <you know. laughs> it's like attracting people from the region. It's like, yeah, maybe maybe Scott Frost was here a couple times. Frosty Mug Bar. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. Yeah, right there. And they just have a have a nice logo of a Frosty Mug out front. Coach's Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the Coach's Cabana. I remember the coaches. That's cabana. still around. The like, coaches' cabana still. Is so there? Barry Switzer's part of it's still huge in Oklahoma, but like everywhere else, like they would have like all these like famous Nebraska ex coaches and players. Well, and, yeah, like, Adrian was doing it for and, a like minute. nobody watched it. I know. <laughs> There'd be like five guys on camera. It was actually really cool. I watched. I watched it a couple times because Gaskins was doing it uh-huh. with. I think he was doing it with Barrett Root. Barrett Root. I was like, this is pretty good, <laughs> but what, nobody would watch it. But like, yeah. If you're watching the game live, like yeah. on your own TV, like how do you have that going? Is that what it was? Yeah. it was during the game? Yes, oh, yes. Okay. It was like an ESPNU national championship game type right. deal. Yes, or... but it's it would be too difficult. Like you want to watch the game first time through anyway. You want to watch the game and take it all in. You don't want to watch a coach's cabana <laughs> with <laughs> with Gaskins and Barrett Rude. Maybe you do. Rude's a smart guy. Maybe a couple people do. I suppose. Gaskins too. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> No. Joe is well produced. I mean, they they, they had they like, had all the gear and stuff. Didn't they do it at like uh, one of the bars? One like of the bars on Oak like, Street, like Watering Hole. I want to say what's the one next to Watering Hole. They used to have me record like a recruiting report for it, and I mean, nice. I did something. I mean, Brandon Meyer, I think, or not Brandon Meyer, uh, a guy that used to work with Husker Vision uh, was the guy in charge of producing it, and he did a really good job with it. But yeah, it's, I don't think it ever caught on here. Yeah, I, I suppose not. But they still do it in Oklahoma. Yeah, Gary oh yeah, Switzer. Switzer, Switzer. I think it's still big down there. I mean, Switzer's the man down there. That's not, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, that's the only place then. Just like I don't know. I mean, they might have it more places than that, but I, I know it's like a it's an Oklahoma based deal with Barry. Gotcha. That Which makes sense. I also thought it should have been more of a draw than it ever ended up being here in Lincoln. Like Barry Switzer is behind this. Check it out. But to me, it'd be better to do that show like on a Tuesday night or something. Yeah. And like re- rewind the game. Rewind the game in a bar. Yes. Sure. Sure. Yes. That's the way. Monday to do night it. or Tuesday night. Maybe we should do it. Maybe me and you should do it. Coaches Cabana. Coaches, except for no coaches. I don't get in. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. You'd find I, some. I don't want in. You'd find some for you. I don't really know what I'm looking at with football either. I'm just like, no. Yes. Oh, Connor, what's it like to be engaged? Um, it's it's about the same as it was to not be engaged. When's your wedding? I think it's going to end up being next April, 2023, with <laughs> COVID. Can you imagine right now trying to schedule a wedding? How backed up it's going to be? Well, that's what we're doing right now because we just got engaged on Saturday. So is it backed up 14, 15 months? Well, 
we we've called one place so far and they have been open around the time Lincoln or Omaha in Omaha but but one thing that they did tell us was they had to tell um now okay I can't remember exactly what it was they had to tell people that were rescheduling from this year um there was some sort of stipulation there for the people that were rescheduling. So if somebody that they wants bump, it, bump your date, yeah. But we, so we're scheduling for the first time. So they're giving us like basically priority oh. is is what it seems. I, I, yeah. I expected it to be the other way. Where no, like they will get to because bump they it from that date because they, they don't want to lose all the money the first time around and then take it from the you know you know what it they is. they already have that money right they'll fit them in. Um, they already have deposits. And, so I I yeah. think we're looking at late next april um if everything goes according to plan yeah it doesn't really feel where's the reception gonna be uh i we're well we don't know yet we don't have a place yet but there's this place in omaha that we i actually went to um like a church thing a city light church thing there once and it was uh it's called the omar it's on like 40th and coming basically Mm -hmm. like northwest radio um that's the place that we're talking to right now but we'll see what happens with it I was married. It's not scheduled long. yet. Where'd you get married? Uh, St. Roberts. Oh, yeah. 120th and in Pacific. The reception was there, and the real clutch part of that was you could select your own caterer and your own vendor for alcohol. Yeah. So you pay liquor store prices for all your beer and wine and liquor, Yeah. and then you hired bartenders to serve it. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, you go to Embassy Suites, I mean, you're paying, like, 500 bucks a cake yeah yeah those, those hotel weddings hotel are weddings are insane like i knew a guy that had a wedding in lincoln it was like a big extravagant wedding at cathedral and the reception was at embassy suites it was like 600 people the whole deal they spent like seventy five thousand on it <sighs> and this was like 10 years ago Connor, that's not going to be your wedding. I don't think so. No? I think it's okay. going to be a little smaller. Okay. Okay. Um, it's and, real easy to spend fifteen or twenty, though. Yeah. Right. I, I'm. I'm gathering that. Uh, it's going to be a little smaller, and it's going to be a little less at a hotel. <laughs> Meaning a lot less at a hotel. <laughs> All right. <laughs> not a hotel. You'll have to have like a hotel kind of headquarter, though. If you're, um, yeah, you live. You live in Lincoln. Are you going to stay? You going to move to Omaha? I live in Omaha. You I, do? I, yeah, I live in Omaha now. Yeah. Uh, I did Got some roommates? since uh, since August. Yeah, where at? Yeah, where at? Like 132nd in Maple. Okay. Yeah. My um wife used to live in those Ben's Place apartments right there. Oh yeah, that's that's it. That's just, I mean not that not that exactly that place. I'm in the neighborhood, but like she lived in those apartments when I met her. So nice. Spent a lot of time on that part of town. Oh yeah. Well, the thing that sucks about it, it's not cl- remotely close to the interstate. You get on six eighty though, right? You do, but it's, you still it's an extra to ten minutes to get there. Yeah, and then yeah, you get that. So like I, you know, I drive here every day. It takes like fifty seven minutes, and twenty to twenty five of it is in each city. Do you go down to Dodge or just over to six eighty? Maple is maple. Maple is a disaster um, as we currently speak. So oh, I go okay. over to Dodge. Okay. What about? Do you ever just try two hundred four and go all the way up to two hundred four? Yes, it takes like two minutes longer. <laughs> and I'm not preparing to. I have not, <laughs> not prepared to that. lose that time. No. <laughs> well, yeah, that part through Gretna too. It slows you down. Yeah, you got to stop at those stoplights. But it is like once you get once you get off there at Gretna, like you're there. <laughs> it's like it's like fifteen minutes on the interstate from there. You know what I mean? It's it's. It's good. I don't know. It's the same. Or do you have any more questions about 
about my life. Andy Kendi lives by you too. Yeah, I see him all the time. When he's I got go a on bar walks. he goes to, and I, I got to find out which one. But he's got like a neighborhood bar that he like likes to frequent, right right by you. There's a couple of them over there. I've seen I've seen him driving around in the uh, in the minivan, wave to him sometimes because I take <laughs> I take my walks. I gotta take well, my yeah, walks. Yeah, yeah, three mile walk. Yeah, Connor, I have lots of questions, but I got yelled at for asking questions before. That's so, okay. I'm um, on an open book now. You're good now. Yep, I can ask. Yep. Why did it take you so long? Well, we just met <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> So yeah, I, I I've heard that joke five times. I just now. feel like I didn't. I just feel like I didn't know her. You know, so I just it's like ten years. Now is now it's time. How long have you had the ring? Almost two years. Why did it take so long? I just I'm just a pussy. <laughs> Asking a girl's dad for the permission. That's it. Did like, you do it? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, my father-in-law is not intimidating. He's so such a nice guy, yeah. but just like that speech, it's real. Like yeah, like you. Like, I was in Kearney that weekend, and, like, we had plenty of alone time. Like, went to breakfast. Like, we drove around you the country. You still couldn't do it. And I'm like, I'm going to tell him at breakfast. And I'm like, shit, I got to tell him sometime. Yeah. And it's like it's like he knew it was coming, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. But, like, like I had how a, do you How do you start that conversation, like, like, right? Like, hey, before we go off, because we were going to another wedding. Mm-hmm. And my wife was at the wedding party stuff with the bridesmaids. So it was me and her family all day. Right. And, like, I finally, like, nutted up by, like, an hour before the wedding to tell them. And <laughs> they, were, it, they were excited, obviously. But, it, it yeah, you're, it's it's a real-life so deal. You have a window, and you, and I feel like I missed that window, like, 87 times. Right. And then it's just like, you know what? This is going to have to happen eventually, so then you just do it. But did she go ring shopping with you? She did. Yeah. See that that kind of like gives it up. I mean, like when they go ring shopping with you, my wife did too. Yeah. Like they, I mean, they know it's coming. So you have to. I she probably forgot. Well, I, I was gonna <laughs> say like that was two years ago. Yeah. You know, almost. Like, yeah. Like so, she knew two years ago you were thinking about it and planning on it, and then it didn't happen. It's 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 been assumed for a long time. I understand that. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. But it didn't happen. That's true. So my engagement story is really funny. Um. Like, I had to figure out a way to surprise my wife in Omaha. It was during fall camp in August, and it involved the Travis Washington of all random Husker players. All right. <laughs> so I told Robin, I go, all right, I need some help here. We're planning this out. I had my best friend and my wife's best friend get into her apartment, put the candles up, get it all, like, lit up. Oh, you went big. And we went out to eat at Cheesecake Factory. I mean, we did it. I mean, we were just having a nice dinner, and I go, Robin, call me when I text you and it's on speakerphone in my car and, and make something up. And he goes, Sean, Sean, the Travis Washington just got in trouble. <laughs> like <laughs> he statements coming. You got to get on this. And, and Lisa, my wife heard, I'm like, oh shit, we got to, we got to head home. And, and so nice. we, we, we drive like race to the apartment and like, she thinks I'm going to have to go to work. Cause that that's, is awesome. That's how like our life is. This Pretty job, much, yeah. like, I mean, random crap like that happens, and I I, I got to go, you know. And so it wasn't that far out of the ordinary. To no, just, and to so freak like then we right walked there. in, it was all like lit up, and then all of our friends were at Tanner's, mm-hmm. who's a great sponsor of the Husker Line Radio Show, by the way, um, <laughs> of course. And we were there, and so we did it. It was it was kind of a fun, and it involved the Travis Washington of all people. Nice. 
Good call. Did, so, so you did not tell him to make it be about LaTravis Washington. He just Robin has dropped LaTravis Washington. He's made it up. <laughs> like of all the guys, it seemed believable. You know, this is 08, Pelini's first season. One of my favorite dudes on NCAA football to put in at quarterback because I mean, like he was kind of a quarterback, but not really. But he, but he ran really good. So I was like, yes, this is. My they guy. kept his skills. Oh yeah, exactly. Really fun. How'd you do it? Uh, so she. It was like it was like about the easiest possible thing. Um, I just like honestly just slid into her plan. She had my parents over to her parents' house for dinner, so it was it was us six, and I was like, "Great!" They're like, "All right, this is incredible." This idiot's been waiting ten years. We're gonna tee it up. (laughs) Everyone's there, but she she says she doesn't expect it. I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, so. We have, um, it, 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 it's my birthday. It, it's it's my birthday. birthday. So um, there's presents for me, and I had shoved the box into one of the presents that my mom was going to give me, the, or the bag. One of the, you still like, get presents from your parents? I got socks. It was in a gift bag. Oh, okay, that's cute. Yeah, thank you. Th- thank you. It, it was a birthday party. I don't know. You bring socks. You bring gifts to a birthday party. And I'm 28, <laughs> and and we go and I and I shove the ring in the in the in the bag, and we're sitting out there, open up all the gifts, go through it, and then doesn't happen. Eat dinner, and at this point, like I'm I'm pretty much fucking losing my mind, you know, like you know, like there's there's dinner happening, but I don't really understand any of the things that are being said around me. I'm just kind of like freaking out having a minor heart attack <laughs> and we're Can Jackie tell she knows that I'm quiet. Okay. But she doesn't, she just thought I was like having a bad time or something okay. like that. Okay. This is like last week. This was, was uh, the weekend. yeah, yeah, this it was a group of 10. Then this assume. was Saturday. This was Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it was under 10. Yeah, we were at six and so it, it all ends and, and stuff like that. And I'm collecting my stuff, go out to the patio, grab the, the, the remains of the gifts, grab the gift bag, I'm like, hey, I think there's actually one more thing left in here. Boom. It was And she opened it. Yeah. Well, no, I uh, I took I took it out and then she saw what it was and then I went on a knee and then Getting on the knees is a real moment too. Like yeah. like you're like, "Oh, I'll do that someday." And then like when you have to do it, you're like, yeah. I mean, it's we into the sequence, I kind of like blacked out. Well, you were you were talking about this about how she didn't answer right away, right? Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't like she was like thinking about it or no, something. No, but, just but didn't. I, I was I was down there for a while because she was like crying. Yeah, yeah that that's the biggest thing I remember from doing it. But that didn't bother me at all. I, I just that was mm. that didn't bother me at all. See, I still give my wife crap about that. Really? Like, yeah, I was, I was on my knee forever. We were we were at. I don't um, even remember being on the knee. We had gone. We were young. Like I was twenty. Um, oh yeah, engaged young. Yeah, yeah. Like you you said, oh eight. Yeah, I got married in 08, and I'm, I don't know, six years younger than you. I'm 39. Yeah, six years younger than you. Whoa. Um, so we we were living in Kearney. We were in college in Kearney, but we splurged and got Lion King tickets at the Orpheum in Omaha. So we were staying at um, the hotel that's right there, fancy hotel right there. And they've got this nice little courtyard. The Claremont, or like the, the one in the, the, like one Magno- of the old ones? Magnolia. The Magnolia. Oh, Magnolia, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've got this nice little courtyard. I like scouted it out when we first got there. I'm like, yes, this is where we're going to do it. 
It was right before Valentine's Day. So I'm like, let's go exchange Valentine's Day gifts in the courtyard. And, and then, like, <laughs> that's not obvious. It's not a thing. Yeah, I mean, right. we do this every, every <laughs> yeah, Valentine's right. Day. <laughs> I love Valentine's Day all of a sudden. So uh, we got there. And then, so we're in the courtyard alone. It's February. It's snowy and stupid. And I get down on a knee. I make her close her eyes. And I get down on a knee. I was like, all right, open your eyes. She goes, no, I'm not going to open my eyes. Because she's like, she knew what was coming. So I'm just down on a knee, and like people are walking by in the hallway right outside the courtyard. I'm like, I'm here. like, please open your eyes. Like, I want to do this, and mm. so I just I give her crap about that. Still, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was not gonna do it in public. It was I was out on that from the very beginning. You're, Kevin suits. Did you ever hear his story? How no. he did at the Nebraska volleyball game? No. So he was a really young Channel 10, 11 guy. Um, started in Lincoln many, many years ago. And his wife now, Michelle, was a player from Nebraska. So they were they were only like two years apart in age or something. And, you know, they had a great relationship. Everybody knew that they dated and, and, and whatnot. So, like, John Cook and everybody was in on it. And somehow, like, he, like, rolled the volleyball to her during warm-ups. Or, and, like, the, the, the ring was on the ball. And, like, he proposed to her before a game. Dude. And then at the press conference, like, that they do, like, Kevin and his wife were, they sat, they, like, sat at the table and got interviewed about the moment. And I mean, it was no really kidding. cool. Wow. That's badass. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that kind of, uh, well, I don't have a. Kevin's been around a long time, too. It's like, man, you think about, like, I've been around yeah. now. I'm just like, he's, I mean, he's been in, there's a picture I tweeted or Instagrammed. And we were on air together on 10, 11, and like 04, 05. And he looks exactly the same. Yeah, and I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kevin's good. He's good stuff. Yeah, so, the, all right, any more questions? She was happy? Yeah, I get the sense that she's happy. Yeah. Good. yeah. So she's making you call the church and the venues? or she? No, she's taking care of that. What, when, I, when I say we, I really mean, yeah, mean what, her. What's your role? Um... Support. <laughs> I told her, well, she she went to go look at this place the other day, and I told her, I was like, yeah, just give me, even before that, I told her, just give me a couple days advance, like I can go into work late, or, you know, if you need to look at some place in the afternoon, like I'll come down and check it out. And then all this, like, so this is like the day after it happens. She's like, yeah, I, I got this thing set up on, 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 uh, on Monday or Tuesday at three. And I'm like, well... <laughs> Don't get married on a football Saturday. Sweet, no, no, it's not going to be spring game Saturday. No, nope, I. Oh, that's even kind of a yeah. cardinal sin. Yeah, I get. I guessed, and my guess is it's going to be a week after the spring game. Okay, okay, but I guessed. I was married July tenth, so you're good. Like it's you're clear. like all coaches get married around. Like my friend. I'm not waiting till next July. Dan Jackson, who's also a good friend, yeah. of Shafe's on his show. I think his wedding was about the same time, and he's like, "It's funny you talk to coaches, and they'll be like." Oh, that's my anniversary too, you know. Like exactly, They're every, all the same every day. football person tied to it in some way has to get married in July. Yep. Um, I, I figured right after spring game, it comes down a little bit as as far as this is concerned. So it could probably play it off that way. Are you going to have like lag time between the ceremony and the reception, or is it going to go right to the reception of the ceremony? I like the lag time. We had great in, pa- in the past. I liked the, I've liked the lag time. I like the cocktail hour. 
So we had to get married at like two or two thirty at St. Robert's, but the reception couldn't start till six thirty. No, not yeah. that much yeah. lag time. It was a lot of lag. So like they have five thirty mass, and you can't start the reception there till six thirty. So we had three hours lag time where too we, much. We went to um, Homey Inn. Okay, yeah. Barrett's. Yep. A little barley corn. And we had like one of those Aero Stage Line buses with the whole wedding party were party bus. Sometimes like the dates get left out. Yeah. Like it sucks being like wedding party date when they're like, mm-hmm. oh, and by the way, there's not room for you on the shuttle. So you have to drive yourself to all the bars. Good luck. Yeah. Or if you just don't want to be a part of it, then that's fine. Right. One of those so we things. had room, like we made sure we had room for the dates. Nice. And so it got pretty, I mean, the problem is, yeah, you, you get a few too many in you before, exactly. before the reception. I, I just, I, I would say the, the, like the one hour cocktail hour thing is pretty like, that's, that's pretty good. While you go on a party bus with your with your boys, I don't even know if there has to be a party bus involved. I think we're I think we're just gonna get married at the same place that we're gonna have the reception. Oh, nice! There you go. Yeah. Then kind of move right into the receiving line and go zippity zoppity. Yeah, Catholic weddings like you can't have a Saturday night Catholic wedding because no. every Catholic church has five o'clock mass. Well, because it, it it can't count as the uh, the Sunday the, mass. The Sunday mass. Yeah. So if it's after, I think if it's after four. Four. It, it counts as the Sunday Mass. Hmm. So, According to my dad in Phoenix, there's some that start at like 3, and they get like special dispensation to count. Really? <laughs> so like my dad goes to like 3 o'clock. Oh, my God. 3 in the morning? P.M. Oh, okay. So oh, like, it's like, what are we doing There's here? a few in Lincoln that are 4 p.m., and I mean, you'd be surprised how crowded 4 p.m. Masses get. I mean, just because... I've never heard of such a thing. Like you... Because then you're done by 5. You're, you know, you got your Saturday night ahead of you. You got your Sunday morning ahead of you, and... And, and, and whatnot. But yeah, Saturday night mass is in all churches, so you can't have Dude. a Saturday. So you have to have, every Catholic wedding has that lag time between right. the ceremony yes. and the reception. Or, or your reception's done at 7. I mean, that's that's the only alternative. I've been to weddings like that, too, where it's like, alright, we've been at the reception for four hours because we started at 3. I guess everyone go home now. Which sucks. Yeah. Don't Not, do that. Cash, bar, cash bars are tough, too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, well. Uh, I don't. I we're early. We're early on in the process. This At least have happened. a comp cake. Yes. Yes. No, like there's going to be some free something. But you go open bar everything. You start getting people that order drinks they've never drank before, and they're like, "I'm going to have a double blah 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 blah." Oh, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, it would be extreme. Yeah. People get sloppy I at say, open bar weddings. I would get sloppy at your open bar wedding. So. Yeah. Assuming I'm. Well, there's a lot to think about. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm invited. Yeah, I think I, I think so. We went to the NFC Championship game when I went with my friends this year. This guy, I, he's a ticket broker, so he gets access to good tickets. And we had open bar three hours before kickoff all the way until two hours after the game. Oh, my God. With the tickets inside, like, the bar in the Niners Stadium. Oh, my God. And it, it was bad. <laughs> like, that sounds bad. Like, it was work. I had a rough time. Like they, they told I went to this Rockies game over the summer, and they told me that the, the, the out in the right field, they told me that beer was like a dollar. You know, up until an hour before the game, and I like I took full advantage of that, and that was up until an hour before yeah. the game, and it was just beer, and it was a dollar, and I still did pretty good work on that. I went to a Royals game with an open bar, and had to keep reminding myself I have to drive home. Yeah, as soon as it's done. Lincoln? Yeah, yeah, because we. It was it was for a, a, an affiliate day for the station. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, and guys, so we were I, we won. I missed those. We won sweets, um, 
so we, that wasn't the plan. And then like during the day, we we won this raffle. So all of a sudden, like we're presented with this open bar. Like, well, shit, open uh, bar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I want some of this, but I can't. Like any other night, this would be way much. You had so the, much better. Yeah, you had the the right behind the home plate. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like thirteen bucks a beer at a Niners game, and no. it was mixed drinks. You know what's worse now? Like it's just like I'm accustomed to it now. It's just like I'm cool with paying eight bucks. Are you? Yeah, because it's just like that's how I know it's going to be now. Which Kaufman's is not got right. the the is it the the 24 ounce like the double tall boy can. Mm-hmm. So it's they like two beers in one. But yeah. they get warm if you go in like a July game. But then if you if they, if you want a good be- if you want a craft beer, you can go to their craft and draft deal, which is up kind of. They used to call it the 390 lounge for George Brett or whatever, but they rebrand it to this craft and draft. And they'll sell you like a, a Boulevard craft beer for like eight bucks, but it's, you know, it's half it's, the size of yeah, a pint. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, you can get pretty steep up hey, there. They got a lot of taps up there. They do. It's good. Yeah, open bar, though. Good but dangerous. Good but dangerous. There's going to be a minute. What, what would you? No shots. We yeah. we had a no shot. We had well liquor. Oh, okay. But so no you, you, did, you did full open bar. Yeah, but like I said, we but bought no it directly shots. from the liquor store. Okay. Because we we didn't have to pay like hotel prices, so we did like Bud Light kegs. Mm. We had like three or four wine options, kind of like a standard seven iron wine, nothing crazy. Yep. But then, then you owned anything that didn't get drunk. Yeah, and we got re- so our rece- our rehearsal dinner bill bill for booze was more at the upstream um, than what our actual alcohol bill was oh, for wow. the wedding. Wow. Yeah. Upstream, uh, upstream, they would. Uh, that makes sense. So yeah, <laughs> and we had well, we did liquor, but we had well liquor, so like it wasn't like anything crazy, you know, like you, something that you wouldn't really want to like get screwed up on. Sure. Okay, so you you did it right then. And That's then good. and we said to the bartender, no doubles, only singles. Uh huh. No shots. Dude. Okay, so there's like full customization options. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. you can say no shots, so, no doubles. Yeah, sweet. I, I want to be in charge of that part. I could definitely make some decisions on that. So people actually were. We had four hundred and twenty people at our reception, and oh, I mean, shit, it, it was huge. It was pretty tame. Like it, it wasn't nuts. Like people weren't like, like loose, like sloppy loose. But that's a huge wedding. That's a lot. Of, that's oh, a yeah. lot of people was, to wrangle big. in. Okay. Yeah, mine's not gonna be that big. Our RSVP, like they tell you, like was seventy percent. Is that what they say? I've been wondering about uh, that. I mean, they different theories out there, but we had like ninety five percent say yes. Oh jeez. All right. No, well, this is a lot of stuff to think about. Well, th- this will be a recurring theme I'll on say, this podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll check up. We, we get a lot wedding of, planning. Yeah, what, wedding planning. Me. <laughs> Our guests will have a lot of advice. Yeah, I would sure. like to hear yeah. from everybody out there. Actually, you got to get like a Gary Michaels deal to do your tuxes. I have Jake work on that. He does tuxes. Oh yes. You got to get a tux deal. I got to get some people. So I was trying to think of that, like people who I know who would like, you know. Gary Michaels Help rents out. tuxes there. You should do something with him. Yeah, I'd do some Gary. Michaels. Are you gonna do rented tuxes? Or are you gonna have people buy suits? Or I I don't know. Is there what's the merit of each one? Like I don't know shit about this guy. It's like, well, tuxes are more formal. I, it's it would not be a tux. It would be a suit. But I I it's possible that I rent it. Yeah. Okay. Or that they, that I make the people that are in my wedding rent it. Rent a suit. Yeah. Hi, Connor Happer here for Gary Michaels. Clothing. I would do I would do a million reads for them. I would sell out for anything. I'm getting married here, and I went to Gary Michaels. Dude, yes. <laughs> do the full Amir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Connor here. Hey. 
<laughs> you can do like everybody wear like a black suit, gray suit. Yeah. But I mean, if you want the pictures to look uniformed and like yeah. weddingly like. No, no, they got to be rented. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you got to have everybody in the same. Yes, agreed. Yes, that, that, that's a let's thing. face it. Everyone's got a friend or two that has no idea what like, they're doing. Yeah. God bless Greg Peterson, our videographer. You guys know Greg, right? Yeah. Like I've known Greg almost twenty years, and he's got one tie. Yeah. And and I, he wears the tie. He wore the tie to my wedding. The same tie. Like, and, 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 and it's a tie from like the eighties. Nice. And like we always joke about Greg's one tie. That's great. Everyone. Yeah. Telling. No, I would. I would absolutely not trust my friends in the, from that standpoint at all. Like that, that's not even a, an option. <laughs> that uncle that like doesn't have dress clothes and has one suit from like the eighties and he wears that suit to the wedding. It's the same. Or there's like some sort of weird like print on it. Like there's like Simpsons on it or something <laughs> like that. Or you get like the yeah. uncle that wears the jeans or the relative that just like yeah. wears like an affliction shirt and jeans. Yeah. Them. That's that's. These are all in play. <laughs> Possible things to watch for. They're all in play. Should have a bingo card for you or something. Should well, we can we can gather those over the next year, eleven months, eleven months. Yeah, I hope the coronavirus isn't a thing, but you know, you're working on that vaccine. Well, I will see what happens. Should we rate this beer and leave? Yeah, this was the Veruca. It was not the Verna. It was, uh, I believe, pineapple blueberry grisette. I don't know what the alcohol is on it because it's not what I ordered. Are you gonna Are you gonna subtract points from it because it's yeah, not what you ordered? It's a, it's a one and a half. It didn't taste like a beer to guard at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was good. I I don't know. I thought it was a pretty average beer night. Um, so I don't know, seven point five, seven point five again. This was a solid one. I mean, it, it, I don't know. No if buy. I, it's a no buy. It's a no buy. <gasps> it's like. If somebody would have bought the beer to guard. If somebody <laughs> gave it to me, I'd drink it. Yes. But I'm not, I don't know if I'd. Are you bothered by the fact that it was purple or blue or whatever the hell it was? I mean. Do you feel like your manhood was questioned? It, it just, like, you automatically think fruit, you know, when you. Yeah. And fruity beer, you know, it's good, but you kind of lose a little bit of street cred if you go fruity beer too That's much. That's true. That's absolutely true. But I'm cool with losing all the street cred. <laughs> Actually, no, I, I don't. I don't like. So this my will beer's be on. Color this will be on tap at your wedding. Is what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Purple beers for everybody. Low and freely. No, I no, I, I usually don't like it when the beer's different color either. Really? But, well, I mean, it's not like I. You don't strike I, me as a man who would care. No, I I don't care. But better beers are beer colored. You know what I mean? It depends on what you want to go for. If it's got blueberries in it, it should look like blueberries. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't care. I, I don't care, but I just prefer to stay in the beer range. Right? Okay. okay. I, hey, I've given up trying to figure out what you like in beer. So. Have you guys ever gone more than three at one of these deals? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got it. Do you want another? We can keep going. Well, I was at home for, um, I was at home for a, a month's worth of episodes. Oh, no. And I had I had a couple where I would have like five during the episode and then like five more afterwards. It was just probably not good. So this is good. I'm glad that I've been able to come back here and kind of like center. Myself. We sometimes tape our Husker Alliance show at night. It just depends on what's happening. If there's like some big, but we typically tape it like mid morning. Um, but when we do, it's kind of an unwritten rule. If we tape at night, we drink during nice. the show. Three beers, Husker Online's later. And Nate's a, Nate knows Nate and Robin are both pretty good. 
beer guys. I mean, Nate used to work at the still years ago. That's right. Yeah, I remember him so telling he's, me that. He, he's got a good knowledge of alcohol, and Robin is a well-crafted beer guy. He is, yeah. So now I've had beers with all all of you guys. Has Nate and Robin, they've been on? See, Nate now, and now Robin. you're, you're going to make Sean feel bad. Nate and Robin have both been on. They have. But I've I've also had beers with them both separately. Really? Oh, yeah, me too. Sean, we should have beers more often. Have you had Nick Baugh on yet? Former ticket alum. I actually don't know he Nick. He moved back to Lincoln. I actually don't really? know Nick all yeah. that well. I, I saw him at a Husker game, at a basketball game this year, and I, and I, you know, introduced myself, but that we had never met before that. His partner, was it Bogus when he was yeah. on? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it, that was a little run, about a year he was on here for. Mm-hmm. He left maybe two weeks before I started here. Like, just barely missed working with both of them. So, Bo- Tom Bogus. is, like, the only guy that's been from, like, the only wire OG. to wire. Jake. Jake was an intern oh, yeah, Jake. from day one. Yeah. Um, not technically an employee until a few months later. But, but yeah, those two. Mm-hmm. And, and Tom, the only one from an on-air perspective. And I've been on for five years. Jeez. Blow by. Yeah. Still a little baby. But five years. Man. I've done all the day parts too. You, you have, yeah. Yep. I mean, when you started, you were the boy. Now you're, uh, now you're not. Now, I'm, now we got other boys. Now, now you're bossing other boys around. I know. We're done. Yeah, I think we are. Okay. Well, Guys, thank you. Was there Thanks any? Uh, hey, uh, do you have any interesting dreams you'd like to share with us? Dreams. Oh yeah, we got to do stuff. I forgot. Oh. I completely forgot how we we end these. Gosh. So we have dream journals that we keep, and it's not weird at all. <laughs> But would you like to share any dreams? Gosh, I'm trying to think of random dreams that I've had. I mean, those dreams are like someone's like breaking in your house and you like wake up and like think they're in the house. Okay. There's a similar ones like the, the like going to school and having not done your homework or something like that. You know, like the, so you're talking about the recurring ones. Yeah. That makes sense. But this is the point. And I would encourage, I've encouraged every guest that we've ever had on do a dream journal and you wouldn't believe the shit that you dream. You would ju- you just think every night. You just think or anytime you remember. Anytime you have a dream. Yeah. Like you just think that it's always that recurring dream and I don't have weird dreams. Trust me, you have weird dreams. Oh, everybody does. Oh yeah. You have really weird dreams and they don't make any sense until you write them down and then they really don't make sense. <laughs> and then it's really funny to talk about. I think I talked about this one last time. Somebody told me that Billy Butler hated going by Billy Butler and that he mm, yeah. we wanted to call him Bill or right. he would freak out. Right. You did talk about that one. I talked about the Mario Verduzco one. Where don't know. Went to a foreign country and was about to leave, but lost Ryan. Mario Verduzco was there, and I asked where he went. I don't remember that one, but you might have said it before. None of these make any sense. <laughs> but I would encourage everybody to start a dream journal. Mine says, I was on the JV basketball team, but I was given a Team USA jersey to wear <laughs> as part of the team. My big dilemma, though, was I didn't know which color gym shorts to wear with a Team USA basketball jersey because I only owned black and green gym shorts, and neither of those go. Not American colors. Not American colors. Sean, pick a number, 1 through 30. Um, Three. Okay, so this is Urban Dictionary, where we take the top. There's a, They have a trending 30 every day, and uh, you pick number three. So that is... I hope she sees this, bro. And then you have to guess what that means. <laughs> An urban dictionary. I hope she sees this, bro. Yep. 
Any guesses? Uh, it's, you know, where you uh, you talk badly about a girl on social media and some other bro goes, I hope she sees us, bro. That would, I mean, that would be around my guess, I think. Anyway, it is a statement made by men on social media to address another man who they perceive to be sucking up to women. Mm. It's assumed by uh. men who use this statement that the man in question isn't being truthful about what he's saying. Rather, he's just trying to appease a woman. I hope she sees us, bro. Okay, and that's actually useful. Are you going to start using that? <laughs> yeah. I hope she sees us, <laughs> I hope she sees us, bro. I'll just respond to every tweet by saying that. Mark, pick a number 1 through 30. Uh, 15. 15 is Papasote. Mm. Uh, can you can I have the language of origin? Please? Spanish. <laughs> okay. Thank you. It's Spanish. Papasote. Papasote. <laughs> I have no idea. Papasote. Papas is, is potatoes. Yeah, not papas. Pa- we're talking papa, though, right? Papa. Papasote. Yeah. Papa, papa Do's in <laughs> Texas, the restaurant. Papa Do's? You ever been to Papa Do's? Never been to oh Papa Do's. God, you're. I haven't spent that much time in Texas. What kind of restaurant is Papa Do's? It's like a really, really famous Cajun. Uh-huh. So, like, all over Texas, there's this Papa's chains, and there's. Papacitas, which is like the text mess. There's Papa Do's. Which oh, is the I've had the Papacitas. Yes, I went to Papacitas <laughs> with my with my people in Houston. Like random Papa Do's. Like the last time I went there, not to name drop, but I'll name drop. Nate, we were on those like satellite camp trips. Oh yeah, and Keith Williams and Brian Stewart ate with Nate and I at Papa Do's. Nice. <laughs> and it was in Dallas, and Stewart was like the former defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. That's right. And like one of the black dudes working at Papa Do's, like, he's <laughs> like, like, hey, he's like, you used to coach the Cowboys. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool, actually. There's Dean and Papa Do's. Like, you're, you're like in da- Dallas with the former Wade Phillips defensive coordinator of Hell the Cowboys. Yeah. And Stewart was like a huge Wade Phillips guy. Like, they, they talked like damn near daily. Right. He's like in Baylor now, I think. Wasn't it? He like ended up at Rice, Rice, Detroit. I mean, sadly, that's a tough life. I mean, that he moved around a lot of uh, jobs. Like yeah. he was able to kind of move around, but he's got young kids. But yeah, Papa Dose, Papa Dose. Tre- anyway, one of their eight unique brands. Papa Sote is a Spanish word for a sexy slash hot guy, something you call your boyfriend, or for just a friend you're comfortable with. A hey, Papa hey, Papa Sote. Looking good today. So it's either someone... You too, Mama Sota. You love or you like. Like your friend's own friend? Yeah, right, right. Just a guy. Or your serious relationship. Like the attractive per- person you flirt with but don't have a relationship with? Yeah. Papa Sote. Yeah, Papa Sote. Um, but maybe a couple of times it could cross the line. Uh, you know, three beers later. You never know with those Papa Sotes. I would... Uh, I'm curious about this one. Uh I'm actually I'm real life curious about this one, so I'll click it. Ran off the plug twice. What do you think? Ran off the plug. Have you ever heard that? Ran off the plug. Like you follow recruits on Twitter, they talk about running off the plug sometimes. I've heard that before. I've heard it in raps. Ran off the plug twice. <laughs> I heard it in raps. Made famous by the rapper Plies and his song Ritz Carlton. Now. See, heard it in raps. Now it is a dance often performed by everyone, even NFL players, after scoring. A very disrespectful way to treat a drug dealer. Basically, I'll take your drugs, not give you no damn money, and if you ask stupid enough to sell it to me again, it I'll do it again. Yeah. 
Beware, running off on the wrong plug will likely get you shot. I still don't know what it is. I heard it in raps. <laughs> so you basically show up to a drug deal, take the drugs, and run? I suppose, but it's a. they made it sound like it's a dance. But I don't know what the, I don't know what the dance is. We'll look it up on TikTok. Hey, I'm sure it's on TikTok. Maybe it's too old for TikTok at this point. Anyway, great great job, everybody. Great show. Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. It's our bit. We've had to we've had to censor it a little bit from various it was guests. Pretty tame tonight. Yeah, pretty tame though. I watched my cuss words. I didn't go to. You want to let a couple out? <sighs> I'm always like, I mean, like. Just being on like NET and KTV and some of these, like, you know, you just that's the same network as Sesame Street. Like, you have to be careful. Like, I mean, trust me, <laughs> off air, I'll cut it up with the best of them. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, I thought the same thing, but then I could, I could for whatever reason separate. I don't catch myself almost cussing on air ever. I really don't. So, the, but I do this once a week and I'm like, fuck yeah. I have to watch myself on Thursdays. Because like like I feel like you're still in podcast I'm mode. I'm still in podcast mode. I might be a little hungover, you know. And I'm just like, fuck it, whatever. Have you guys had to use the delay dump here ever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've also missed the delay dump. And maybe a time or two. Maybe I mean, recently. Maybe recently. Maybe recently. Who knows? But yes, yes, we've had to do that. Maybe it's with- mostly guess. Yeah. Post game yeah. reaction shows though, like yeah, yes, yeah. How often? Not weekly, right? No, but a little less than weekly. Okay. Like okay. probably eight times as eight times a okay. year. Okay. I did Big Red Reaction, like the official network one for yeah. one year with Lane Grindle. Um we did it in Callahan's last year. Yeah. Whoops. And mm-hmm. we would stay on the road and do it from the road site. So like that Missouri game was a Thursday night game. Oh. And it kicked off at eight something. Yeah. And it was a late, long, slow game. And we were on the air, like at three something a.m. I always marvel at that. They're it like, goes so and long. there were calls. It they, goes so long. They are on the air all day, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, until the next broadcast day begins. Doing <laughs> doing pregame, I'm like, wow. True story. Peterson would listen to that show back then. Yeah. And Randy York was like Peterson's. Like he was real high up under. He was like the lieutenant for Peterson, and he would like listen to the show and relay like what steve liked and didn't like to a really like, oh yeah i mean that, that was like it was it was kind of interesting I how mean, much did that shape the broadcast it, it okay. did i mean like being on the husker network is really cool but it's highly political to like stay on there and i mean yeah. when i took the position to go on there for one year to be sideline guy i kind of thought like i'm gonna do this forever and right. then like the next year like oh we're, we're changing things up i mean like out of the i mean that's the only job i've ever like lost in, in radio and it wasn't because I did a bad job. I mean, I think I did it, but like in some ways they want guys that are probably, you know, I remember like the Colorado game, we were on the air and Greg Sharp took over for Jim Rose that year. And, yeah. And like, we knew Callahan was going to get fired the next day. And like, they're on the game, like breaking down the game still like Couldn't late in the fourth quarter. It. Yeah. And they, I go, Mike, send it down to me. I, and, and I go, guys, I think it's come to the point now, like, we, we're we not really worried about what's going on right now. Let's talk about what's going to be going on tomorrow. You know, like This what, is the story. And, and, like, I had too much of a journalistic nose probably to, to be on, like, a, yeah, right. a network. PR that's the for trouble. The, and that's why Jim Rose wanted me on there. But, you know, then he, Rose got out. So, yeah, it was interesting to be a part of I, I was on, too, with a five-man crew. Jeez. Like, 
So Lane Grindle was opponent sideline. I was Nebraska sideline. Uh, and then Adrian and, then Adrian and Davison. And there was this weird friction there. Yeah, cause, yeah. Um, I remember that just from a listener who, standpoint. Who yeah. talked first? Yeah. Like whose turn was it? You know, and Adrian was the guy mm-hmm. forever. And Matt was the up and comer. And so like it was a, and then Jim Rose talked a lot. So it was, it was hard to, you know, that was an interesting dynamic. So like That's a lot of people, you know, then, then we had two sideline reporters. Yeah. It's a lot of people who need airtime. <laughs> and then we had like the meltdown of it was cool that year though, like 07, you know, they played that Wake Forest game. I walked an entire sideline game with Aaron Andrews. She did really she did sidelines for 07 Nebraska Wake Forest. That was a big game. I mean, that was that was Wake Forest won the Orange Bowl. That was highly billed. I, I remember that. It was like ninety five degrees in North Carolina. It was hotter than hell. It was a it was a it was a morning. After you know, it was a, 11 a, noon, a noon, yeah. a noon Eastern, eleven a.m. Yeah. deal. That, and, that was highly billed. I remember that game. Yeah, there were some fun moments that year. Other, but then <laughs> the USC game. I had an interview. I was that was the first year we inter- implemented the halftime coach interview on Oscar Sports Over. They had never had done that before, and so I had to interview Callahan at halftime every game. And that USC like final five minutes of the second quarter mm-hmm. just went to hell. Like, I mean, yep. It went from being like a game to like, mm-hmm. a, a, like a seventeen or twenty point USC lead in like a minute. Yep. And so then I had a run with Callahan, and he, he like was trying to outrun me. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, coach, coach. He goes, "What's up?" You know, and <laughs> and I want to say Kevin Thomas of the you know now of the Nebraska State Patrol. Uh, he had like he was our in studio. He has all that audio still of that interview of Callahan trying to do that interview with me, and he goes, "We just got to do a better job." And I'm like, "Back <laughs> you're up, just, you're just running with him." And I'm like, time? "Back up to you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's probably a tough job, you know, all things considered. But anyway, sorry, a little sidetrack there for you. I but. love it. Good. We'll take all the sidetracking. Anyway. Are we out of here? Now we're end tracking. End tracking. The track is over. Go to Whoa, it's 9 o'clock. Later.com. We went late. Uh, view us on your podcast. Where are we at app. time-wise? Are we, uh, are we in good shape? Two? A little, little past two. All right. That's that's good size. Yeah. I'll take it. Good. Great job, Sean. Hey, thank you, guys. You Thanks did for it. coming. Sorry it took 127 episodes. Hey. <laughs> Come back at some point in the 150s. Let's do a repeat, yeah. Okay. All right. 150-something. All right. See ya. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.